MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, the 12th day of May. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, one of the two inmates who escaped the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center late uh, last weekend was arrested Thursday night. Authorities confirmed that 24-year-old Nasir Grant, who was being held on narcotics and gun violations, was captured near 28th and Dolphin Streets in Strawberry Mansion. Police are still searching for 18-year-old Amin Hurst, who was accused of killing four people. Investigators were conducting a surveillance operation Thursday night in an area believed to be frequented by Grant, I would have thought he would have been out of here. Yeah, you would yeah. think so. Yeah, right? yeah that no. was kind of the, the consensus, but no, hanging out. Hanging I guess it if, out. If you don't know anyone anywhere else, you yeah. may not have anywhere to go. I you guess know? so. Yeah. Uh, so at about 1020 last night, uh, police say, uh, U.S. Marshals say that uh, a male resembling Nasir came out of a residence wearing full female Muslim garb and a head covering uh, as a cover-up. They said that uh, they that he piqued their interest, so he got into a vehicle. They followed the vehicle over, over to the 2800 block of West Dauphin Street. Does they, anyone know where the mosque is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too immediately. <laughs> Excuse me, officer. Does anyone know Know where the mosque is? She's doing a horrible, <laughs> horrible female impression. Uh, <laughs> they conducted a felony vehicle stop and uh, they took Grant into custody without incident. <laughs> Earlier in the day, police announced the arrest of 21-year-old Zani Stalling, who allegedly aided in the escape of Grant and Hearst. I've been following along with this because to me, it's like a movie. Like they, It, it is, wasn't even well, like it was some like, you know, this, oh my God, this elaborate way. No, they cut a hole in the fence I and know, got out. Like, I know, what? yeah. Steve, I hope you got those horrible, horrible men. They seem so dangerous. Thank God you're on the job. All right, so this 21-year-old, Zani Stalling, but they were able to, he was garbed up. He had the full deal. He had the whole thing on. Uh, That's pretty good police work. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they were they were looking at a residence because you okay. know, obviously right. he had frequented there, whether he lived there or not. And then this yeah. manly female comes yeah. out there. with yeah. Muslim garb. Uh, so earlier in the day, police announced uh, that they arrested her. Uh, charges include felony escape. Hindering apprehension and conspiracy. It would have been so much better if it was a dress in a flowery hat. You're like Aww. an old lady with a gray wig. <laughs> holding the, the yeah, home of his mustache. Oh, Half fan of her. So they say stalling aided in the escape of Grant and Hearst. According to Philadelphia police, there is evidence of communication between stalling and Hearst. Okay. Stalling was actually an inmate at the same prison for an attempted murder charge. She was released in February. The U.S. Marshals and Philadelphia police have combined have a combined reward of twenty. $25,000 for information that leads to the arrest of each escaped inmate. Anyone with information on the second suspect is asked to call police at 215-546-TIPS or call 911 immediately. Philadelphia police are investigating a shooting that left a teenager dead and three others injured, including a young child on Thursday evening. It happened just before 6 p.m. on the 5900 block of North 21st Street in the city's Logan section. Police say a 17-year-old male died after being shot in the head. Yolanda Rains identified the victim as her grandson, 17-year-old uh, Nazim Reigns. He was innocent. He was trying to go to the store. Why did they take my grandson? They broke my heart. I'm never going to be the same, she said. Yeah, they were interviewing this. I know. I uh, it was her. the most heart 
wrenching. This woman just devastated. Yep. <clears throat> Police say at least 20 shots were fired in the neighborhood. A 7-year-old child, a 15-year-old male, and a 6-year-old male were also injured in the shooting. All three were taken to area hospitals and placed in stable condition. Police say the 7-year-old was just outside playing. He was being a kid. He was with his siblings when he was hit. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to call police. Taylor Swift will take the stage tonight for the first of her three shows at Lincoln Financial Field this weekend. Fans are already lined up at the link where the wow. merchandise truck is stationed. They started camping out yesterday so they could be one of the first to snag the new merchandise that is not available on Swift's online store. So we talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday yeah, about yeah, people yeah. getting scammed and, and screwed out of tickets. And my friend who had gotten had spent a few thousand dollars on tickets got screwed from StubHub out of tickets. StubHub wow. wasn't doing anything to make it right. When did he find out? Well, she. she. Um, so she bought tickets before Christmas. Right. And then um, anyway, um, StubHub wasn't doing anything. So Joe Holden from CBS3. Uh, uh, went over her house and started doing a story. And then, lo and behold, StubHub found her some tickets wow. last night. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Joe's a good dude. Dude, yeah, he's a great dude. But, like, StubHub, here's the deal. They they take a service fee from you for selling it. They take a service fee from you for buying it. Um, you know, that's the least they could do when somebody gets screwed out of these tickets. You're talking about a billion-dollar company. You can find yeah. something, some put, way to make it right. Put the hub back in Stub. Yeah. By the way, uh, Taylor had dinner in uh, Wayne last night. Yes. Oh. One of my favorite restaurants. Yeah, I love that place. Autograph. Autograph is great. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? It, well, and it's a great place for a musician to go. All the stuff on the walls and the, the stuff that hangs in the bar area. I, I wonder if there's pictures of her on, gotta be. on the walls at Autograph. Yeah, there it's, has it's to a be. really cool restaurant. And uh, I heard that the um, police in. Uh, I think I guess that's Wayne or Stratford. Um, they basically like sectioned off the entire area so people couldn't get in. Wow. <laughs> oh, so she had the whole restaurant. To she herself. had the restaurant. To well, herself, you yeah. you would you would cause yeah. pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, Steve! You would. Jamie should have contacted. Us I know to tell us. I, I, Jamie Blackburn, who is yeah. the he handles all the, the the promotions and marketing for these restaurants. But I'm. Her, uh, could you imagine how they rain down on her? Yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> guess who's here? Taylor's coming. Yeah. Oh, there's so many cool rooms in there. I wonder where she ate. I wonder how she uh, gets in and out of places like that. Like, do you just show up in a car in a van, or do you? Like, Nick, she has know? a functioning. A lot of people don't know this <laughs> transporter. <laughs> well, I mean, is there a police escort? Because you know she's kind of a big deal. Or do, you, or do you do it really low key? Do you put her in the back of a minivan? That's what I was yeah, wondering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how she gets there. And then when right, she right, leaves, right, yeah. there's got to be the police escort. Uh, I was trying to find the story, but she, you know, she's doing this stuff where, you know, people are posting on social media saying, hey, come to my right. ice cream, come to my store and shop and all this kind of stuff. And she, you know, responds to them sometimes. And I, I don't know where it was, but it was a local ice cream shop. And she sent her flowers Aww. and said, sorry, I can't make it uh, to get wow. ice cream at your that's shop. That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, I, so we... Obviously, she was in town last night. They were talking about maybe having her ring the bell at the Sixers. Who rang the bell at the Sixers? Oh, um, uh, Questlove. Questlove, yeah. That's damn good, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the merchandise truck opens today at noon, and word is that everyone's hoping to get their hands on a new blue crew neck shirt. That's, that's what, what I want. That's what everybody's looking for. Okay. Uh, parking lots are also open at 12 today. All gates will open at 4 o'clock. They're saying screenshots of tickets will not be accepted, so keep that in mind. Uh, SEPTA is adding extra service on the Broad Street line for the weekend. There will also be a designated pickup area after the show. You have to enter a 10th and Packer, uh, and you have to be in the sports complex no later than 9 p.m. to access that pickup area. So we were talking the other day about uh, all the peripheral, like Kathy, you had an event, uh, you were at an event last night, all these peripheral events and that 
I had never seen, Preston, you said, nope. you have never seen anything like this. Nuh-uh. Now we're on the concert day. I've never seen anything like this. It's going on now. I mean, of any artist ever that I can remember. People camp. I mean, this is this feels like like you know old days. Like people camping out yes. for the merchandise and in then the parking some. lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Berks County native turned superstar has sold out the link for three nights in a row. It was a very hard ticket to get. We and had a, we had a hell of a time selling out that link the one time. Press. Yeah, I know. And you know what? I, 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 tough, man. Drunk day live. It yeah. was. I was at a, a Taylor Swift party last night um, at a boutique in downtown. No, she no. didn't show up. But most of the Fox Twenty Nine came out, uh, and they were talking to all of the people that were there. And most of the people that were there didn't have tickets. Like I'm hearing more people that don't have tickets than I'm running into saying, you know, all these huge fans that didn't get tickets. And well, it has to be. Uh, you know, there's more people without tickets than with. But uh, yeah, the, the it has permeated every level. Do you think there'll be uh, tailgating, not unlike uh, an Eagles game, where you don't have a ticket oh, yes, to the show? Yes, there yeah. absolutely And is. you just go yes. and be around other fans? That's all the people I was talking to last night. That's what they're doing. They're taking their kids. They're going down there. They're hanging out. They're going to listen to music. They're going to tailgate. And then they're going to check uh, StubHub and hope that maybe a ticket pops up and they and then, can go in. And if not, uh, stay in the parking lot and try to hear it from there? I don't yeah, know. you can hear it. Yeah. You can't? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know, but it's the, yeah. It's not, not the same. same. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. And sometimes if you if you can't get into a concert, just waiting in line is fun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, so those who are lucky enough to have tickets, enjoy the show this weekend. Yeah. In sports this morning. The Sixers lost to the Boston Celtics 95 to 86 last night in South Philly. Is it? Jason Tatum made several decisive three-pointers late in the game to send the Eastern Conference semifinals back to Boston for Game 7. The f*** is that? Last night, the Celtics trailed 3-2 in the second round against Milwaukee before they won Game 6 on the road and the clincher uh, at home. Did I say last season, not last night? Last it, season. Yeah, last season. Okay. <laughs> Tip-off for Game 7 is still to be determined for Sunday. In the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets closed out their series, beating the Suns 125-100 to in Phoenix and winning that series in six games to advance to the conference finals. The Phillies were off last night and opened up a series in Denver tonight against the Colorado Rockies. Taiwan Walker will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 840. The Flyers announced that the club named Keith Jones as president of hockey operations and Danny Breer as general manager after he served as interim GM over the last few months. Jones worked the last 17 seasons as a color analyst for the team's TV broadcasts on Comcast Sportsnet and NBC Sports Philadelphia. He also worked on NBC Sports and Turner Sports as a color commentator for national broadcasts. Jones played parts of nine seasons in the NHL, three of them for the Flyers from 1998 to 2000. The 54-year-old has a good relationship with Breer and head coach John Tortorella. The Carolina Hurricanes finished off the New Jersey Devils in Game 5, winning 3-2 in overtime last night in Raleigh and in the Western Conference. The Stars beat Seattle 5-2 in Dallas and now lead that series 3-2. Game 6 is tomorrow night in Seattle. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Kathy. We're looking at a full boat today. we got a lot of things happening. Uh, and today is the final day of Contra Cash. So, this is your last opportunity to win $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets, 8 and 10 a.m. We'll have you... Uh, uh, taking a shot at it then, and then uh, Pierre at noon and three, and then uh, we've got uh, Jackie uh, handling the duties at, oh, wait, no, Brent Porsche. Yeah, so, yeah, Handling yeah. the duties after that. Jackie does, you call it, later yes. on tonight. So 
That's where I'm getting confused. There we go. Damn it. God. All right, so listen for your chance to win the money and the tickets. We also have several guests on the program. Uh, Legendary actor John Voight will be joining us, talking about the movie Mercy, which is in theaters now. Uh, Kathy had mentioned the fact that uh, Keith Jones and Danny Briere are getting some uh, big positions in the front office, so we're going to talk to our buddy Jim Jackson very quickly about those things. Then next week, I think Jonesy is going to be on the program. Yeah, on Monday. Uh, And then we're going to have comedian uh, Christina Hutchinson stopping by uh, Christina is performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. So we have a lot of people to talk to, a lot of things to get to, a lot of stuff to give away. Yep. And we hope you hang in there on this beautiful Friday morning. So let's yep. break, come back and get the entertainment report and stupid question. We'll be gone in just a moment. We'll be gone for just a moment. <laughs> Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. Prestonandsteve.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O-Organic or Open Nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Tickets to see Michelle Wolf at the Fillmore Thursday, October 19th. That's what we're going to give away for the stupid question. And it is as follows. Which of the Great Lakes does not have a border with Canada? Uh-huh. Right, 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call now. Which of the Great Lakes does not have a border with Canada? Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't do that. Uh, so several birthdays today on the 12th day of May as opposed to yesterday, which Casey deemed the most boring oh. Yeah, birthday. are we on an uptick now? We're on a way uptick. Oh, oh, fantastic. Have a lot of good birthdays. We'll start with a 75th birthday, so a big birthday for Mr. Steve Winwood. One of my all-time favorites. What a and voice I love song. This song. Yeah. And not only a uh, great voice, but a great instrumentalist as well. Keyboard, guitars, the whole thing. And a great songwriter on top of that part. 16 years old when he was in the Spencer Davis group. Yeah. Give me some loving. Yeah. And and sounded like yeah. an old older man, a yeah. well uh, you know, uh seasoned, yeah, seasoned, thank you, uh, musician. So just a natural talent, 75 today. Another birthday, it's Billy Squire. <laughs> I actually, I love this song. Lonely as Night is a great song. Just by happenstance, I watched a documentary yesterday, fell down a YouTube hole, on the video that killed a career. I think that's what it was called. But it does acknowledge he wrote a number of 
solid hits. Yes, he did. This and the stroke and uh, man, rock me tonight. This yeah. is the this is the one, Casey. This is the video that uh, <laughs> that killed his career. It but, was, it's a lame video. By the way, um, they point out in the video that it was uh, Kenny Ortega, who is a um, a choreographer, kind yeah. of. Um, Suggested what he was doing in the video, the dancing, and so um, a lot of times you just think that that like, was an ego thing of his. I can do this. I can do this. But even he was saying this looks kind of weird. Wow. Uh, yes, and it did. And he <laughs> it is very se- weird. Seventy three today. Uh, it's Tony Hawk's birthday today. Oh yeah. Uh, he celebrates his fifty fourth birthday. That's a really solid um, documentary that came out last year about him. If you yes. haven't seen that yet. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, he did, and it, it goes on to show how he just absolutely dominated that sport. And I mean, heads and shoulders above everyone. Subsequently, the video game market yes. for years, yep. the Tony Hawk games were huge. So happy 54th to Tony Hawk. It's Jason Biggs' birthday today from American Pie. Uh, he turned, <laughs> he turned I can still remember 45 today. Um, you know, movie, uh, a guilty pleasure of mine is um, Loser. Yes. Uh, which he and uh, the other gal, uh, gal from uh, American Pie, Mina Savari, yeah. uh, is in that as well. Uh, but um, yeah, he turns uh, 45 years old today. Uh, it's also Stephen Baldwin's birthday. Uh-huh. Biodome. He won an Oscar for that. He did he? win an yeah. Oscar for for best supporting actor. I really don't understand this. <laughs> well, he shares a birthday with the with the next guy, Preston, and they were in the same yeah. movie. And whenever that happens, I go, I wonder if they had a party together. <laughs> I wonder because he was in The Usual Suspects, and so was Gabriel Byrne, who celebrates his birthday today. Bet you they got on famously. You think so? Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Byrne. It's been a lot of great things. In fact, he's in Excalibur. I believe he played Utha. He's playing Utha. Uh, not Atha, but Utha. Atha, Utha, Utha, Oprah. Uh, and uh, did you watch the series? I watched a little bit of it. War of the Worlds. I watched the first season, and then, and then it lost me. It, it it was very complex, and it dragged yeah. in parts. But yeah. it was it was a, a, an epic worldwide look at what would happen right. if there was an alien invasion. They were trying source. for that. Yeah, yeah they had done a War, War of the Worlds series prior to that, which... Yeah. But this was a, a better attempt. Yeah, he is uh, 73 today. And look who also celebrates a birthday. Emilio Estevez. Hey! We just spoke to him. You should have said happy birthday. We didn't know. Two days ago. Yeah, he's I hope he doesn't hold it against us. When we were talking to him, I saw like a little blurb of information about this movie that he was originally cast to play Bender. Did you right. know that? I did not know that, but I can see that. That sometimes happens. Yep. They'll, they'll take somebody and uh, they're like, we know we want this guy. Right. And he would be good for this part. And then uh, they re-examine uh, and they just kind of shuffle the players around the, a little bit. Yeah. solitaire game that happened on The Godfather there. Everyone was, yeah. you know, all yeah. different roles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, he was originally Bender, but they couldn't find somebody that they liked to play the part that he ended up playing. Yeah. Andrew. And, yeah. And yeah. then so he's like, all right, I can play that part. Probably my favorite movie of all time. Aw. I mean, I don't think it's the greatest movie like The Godfather, but it's right, just my right. favorite movie. It hits you the right way. Yep. So, happy 61st first birthday to Emilio Estevez. It's Kim Fields' birthday. Hey, 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 Judy! You know what? I never knew uh, until she grew up a bit what, what a beautiful woman she is. And... Buxom. Yeah, she celebrates yeah. her uh, 54th birthday today. So happy birthday to Tootie. Uh, <laughs> Tootie. 
It's uh, Ving Rhames' birthday, too. Also, oh, Facts yeah, of Life. Yeah, yeah. No, he was... <laughs> no? <laughs> he was not in the Facts of Life. Wouldn't that be great <laughs> be if Marcellus fan. Wallace was yeah. in the Facts of Life? No, man. I'm pretty f- far from okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he was in Out of Sight with George Clooney, and George Clooney was in Facts of Life. Ah, there you go. Ah, so there don't you dismiss go. my uh, conjecture. Uh, Ving Rhames is really fantastic in the remake, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yes. He's terrific. Yes. And, of course, he's the Arby's guy. Yeah. We have the meats. Uh, with Chuck and Larry, too. <laughs> oh, my yeah. He's God. so good. Oh, and that pronounced the shower scene of him oh, you know singing yeah. "I'm Every Woman" yeah. <laughs> as he is he's lathering himself up is just laugh out loud hilarious. This mountain of a man doing it is oh. just very funny, and the dance yeah, yeah, yeah. and the shower—it's just a scream. He is so good in uh, that. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, or I, no? Yes, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I wonder if I have that. I think I might have that under Chuck. Okay. Not I now pronounce you, but you got to give me a second. All right. Uh, Ving turns uh, 64 years old today. He was in Con Air as well. All the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah Another good true. movie. I think it's called Rosewood. It was a Jonathan Sales film. What was that about? It's about a historical event that actually took place in history and, and is historical and it's a historical impact. Okay. Here we go. Everyone, it's all in me. He starts popping his butt around. And stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, it's just a scream. Uh, 64 years old today. Uh, very beautiful. Emily Van Camp. Very uh, lovely young lady. Uh, she plays uh, Sharon Carter, uh, who is actually the, I think, grandniece of uh, Peggy Carter. There was some uh, Agent Carter. kooky stuff going on there, if you stop and think about the timelines. Yeah. Because he eventually gets with Agent Carter. He does. Uh, but she was also on that show that was really popular, Revenge, for a while. Yeah, yeah. She turns oh. uh, 37 today. And she might be taking a turn for the worse in uh, the MCU. Yes. She was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and she was kind of... Spoiler alert, like a, a double agent at the yes. end. Yes, headed towards the uh, dark side. The, the dark side. Yeah. Dark side. Uh, so she's 37. So dark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so dark. Mullen Ackerman. Uh, yes, we yeah. now know the right way to say because we had her on the show. Yeah, she said it's like a mall, a shopping mall. I think uh, I have an unhealthy crush on her. <laughs> Unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's one of those cases. Like, if I ever saw her in person, Casey, I just wouldn't stop staring. Yeah. And I'd probably uh, be arrested. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what she, uh, Preston? The watch, watch. She's fantastic. She's incredible in, in that movie. Plays uh, Silk uh, Spectre, Spectre Two. Yeah, uh, she's also in Couples Retreat. We, uh, we reference that, that every couple. now and then. Uh, that's how we got that couple. Oh, really? Yeah, that couple was Nick <laughs> trying to. Well, that's this is their oh. connection. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, there's another unhealthy yeah, aspect of it. Nick had that, and then when he was talking about Couples Retreat, he ended up, and I believe we have the, uh, the audio of it, because he's like, why did I have to <laughs> talk about that? <laughs> that? Why did I have to bubble that word of all words? Uh, and here it is. And, and um, Peter one? Billingsley directed couple, Couples Retreat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you even know it. It hurts. So happy 45th to Mala Nakerman and um, yeah, Peter Billings yeah. directed couple. couple Mine was enough. <laughs> you know, we don't do uh, anything once on. Oh my God. Tell you how you can win that next week. And Nick, you wanted to mention something. Yeah, a couple, couple things actually. I'm in. Uh, 
That's, that's inhuman. It doesn't even sound real. No. It's like edited together. It sounds you... like we threw the clip in there. You know, they used to... People who could beatbox with people with bragging yeah. They got nothing on Nick. Yeah. Nothing on Nick. Yeah. One more time. One okay. more time. From the beginning, yeah. I right. to mention something. Yeah, a couple, couple things, actually. I'm in uh, Lancaster. It sounds like... The clip, yeah, you know, yeah. and then and then I just keep talking like normal. Tell you how you can win that next week. And Nick, you wanted to mention something. Yeah, a couple, couple things actually. I'm in uh, Lancaster tomorrow. God, I hate myself. You should not. I am impressed. Are you? Listen, listen to this. Listen to this audio. Oh, it's astonishing. I mean, honestly, think it's one of the most identifiable things on our show. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And you yeah. created it. Yeah. Tell you how you can win that next week. And Nick, you wanted to mention something. Yeah, a couple, couple things actually. I'm in uh, Lancaster. <laughs> the, the pitch between the, right the first yeah. and then the second. Yeah, it's not it's even the same. It's two people talking at once. Yeah, okay. needs to get like studied or something. You know? <laughs> uh, I love hate, Kathy. One. We got to move on. Come well, on. One last birthday, and it's uh, Rami Malek. Yes, who did an amazing turn as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. It was originally Sasha Baron Cohen had been signed. You're correct. And yep. then uh, I'm, I'm glad they oh, changed God, things I didn't up. Know yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. So am I. I got to watch that movie again. I love that. It's fantastic. And he is 42 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question. We would like to know which of the Great Lakes does not have a border with Canada. 215263WMMR. It is Ron that we will go to. Hey, Ron. Morning. Good morning, Preston. All right, right, Ron, which uh, Great Lake does not have a border with Canada, please? I'm in the car with my daughter, Vivi, on the way to school, and she says it's Lake Michigan. She is correct. Kudos to her. You should take her to see Michelle Wolf. Which one tickets for? It's great to be here. Tour Thursday, October 19th, Fillmore, Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, WMMR.com for complete details. All right, we'll start with this uh, interesting story about uh, Michael J. Fox. He uh, did an interview with Variety recently. It was a profile that was published yesterday. Uh, He said he struggled to make ends meet before making it in Hollywood. And he said, I was living on the margins. I was 18 years old with no money, no connections, literally dumpster diving for food. I remember that he, this, yeah, he he told the story uh, a while ago. He was really, at the end, it it was a do or die time. But he said he went in and dug through the trash yeah, uh, yeah. To, to find stuff to eat. Uh, despite his rough start, he never lost hope and uh, that he would be a star. He recalled sitting with the co-stars of his first film, the 1918 comedy Midnight, Midnight Madness. Madness yep. That's where the Leon clips come uh, comes from that Casey plays from time to time. You'll hear it here. Yep. Leon! Uh, and thinking, of himself, thinking to himself, why is this going to work for me and not them? And uh, it's not that I wish them unhappiness or bad luck. I wish them all success in the world. But I knew that I was going to make it. God knows why. So he felt yeah. confident at that point. The, yeah, yeah. There's the, the creative visualization in the trailer for the uh, Schwarzenegger, the Netflix series. He talks about that. I see it, so it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. that, that dogged determination. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Tori Spelling's children have suffered a continual spiral of sickness for months, she said. Sickness. Sickness. Uh, due to a mold infestation. Oh, in uh, can we have a situation with Tori Spelling? Uh, the actress shared the news along with uh, pics of the visit to urgent care on Instagram on Wednesday. Uh, she wrote, kids will be kids. But when you have your youngest, 10 and 6, so sick that they are sleeping all day and they say they feel dizzy standing, I knew something bigger was going on. Enter mold inspection. Wow. And she added that the house was labeled a health hazard 
and she is looking for an Airbnb or a Verbo hotel or hotel that we can even uh, till we can grasp what to do. She said so they have a toxic mold yeah. in their house. I know a family who suffered from this and same thing. They had little mm. kids and they could not figure out the entire family was sick and wow. the children were very sick and that's what it ended up being. I saw a news uh, feature on this and it's something that uh yeah, it's exactly that. And it's never like the people notice it. Um, they the first thing or the first clue that they have that they have a situation is the sickness. Yeah, yeah. and and not getting uh, better. The, right. the kids just stayed sick, and I'm pretty sure uh, the woman that I know that it happened to, I, I'm almost positive they had to tear her whole house down. Yeah, you have to. Wow. I mean, you know, finding it, you know, has got to be really, really hard, and and it can spread all over the place. So yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. I wonder if you could adapt a truffle pig to do that. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, according, let's see, uh, actor Elliot Page feels joy in his skin after having gender-affirming surgery. The Umbrella Academy actor posted a shirtless selfie on Instagram Wednesday and wrote, uh, dysphoria used to be especially rife in the summer. I think it's supposed to say, isn't it dysmorphia? Where you have yes, a, body a, dysmorphia. Where body dysmorphia. Uh, there's, so, yeah, gender dys... Yeah, right. Uh, he says, uh, no layers, just a t-shirt or layer oh so sweaty, constantly looking down, Readjusting my oversized tee, it feels so effing good soaking in the sun now. I never thought I could experience this. The joy I feel in my body, I am so grateful for what gender-affirming care has allowed me and I uh, allowed me, and I look forward to sharing more of my journey soon. So What's this? for you is a different word. Uh, just to let you guys know, it's okay. a, a state of unease, uh, general dissatisfaction. I just looked this up. I, okay. didn't, I didn't know either. All right, uh, then that's and it often is applied to adolescents with depression, uh, dysphoria, mania, and anxiety disorders. Got what, it. What's the status of the Umbrella Academy? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch that last season. I watched a little bit of it and just kind of fizzled out. So, I, I but I, I think they have one more for mm. sure that they're going to do. But that's all that I know. All right. Uh, Page first showed off uh, the results of his top surgery in May of 2021, but is uh, very happy uh, in his skin now. Tom Holland has more than his successful career to celebrate. Holland revealed that he has been sober for uh, one year and four months now. I didn't know this was a situation. Yeah, the Spider-Man star. I kind of heard he didn't tell me. Spoke to (laughs) Entertainment Weekly in a promotion for his upcoming Apple TV Plus series, The Crowded Room. Uh, In that show, he plays an antisocial young man who is arrested for shooting. He said that the role prompted to check in on his own mental health. He said, learning about mental health and the power of it and speaking to psychiatrists about the character, Danny, and Billy's struggles uh, has been something that has been so informative to my own life. He said he's become a better at recognizing triggers such as social media. Uh, Holland News, known for his role in action films, said that the role challenged him in a different way. He said, I'm no stranger to the physical aspects of the job, doing the whole action movie thing, but the mental aspect, it really beat me up, and it took me a long time to recover afterwards uh, to sort of get back to reality. And I mean myself in him, meaning this character, but in my personal life, uh, he explained, I remember having a bit of a meltdown at home and thinking, like, I'm going to shave my head. I need to shave my head because I need to get rid of this character. And obviously, we were mid-shooting, so I decided not to. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. Uh, He didn't disclose what substance he was sober from, but in April of 2020, 
Uh, during a virtual appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, he spoke about taking a break from alcohol. So it yeah. may it may be that. I'm That's not what really, I'd heard. I'm not really sure. So um, I like, he's just an absolutely likable yeah. guy. Seems like a regular guy. Yeah, he's a really good golfer too. Is he? Yeah, he's like a low handicap. He's you know single, single digit handicap. He's uh, that's that's like his outlet huh. uh, to uh, to get away from everything. So Mother's Day is Sunday, and according to a survey of two thousand Americans, Lois Griffin from Family Guy is the nation's favorite celebrity mom. Really? Yes. Really? Uh, so other top moms include. Michelle Obama, Serena Williams, and Beyonce. Other fictional moms who made the list include Morticia Adams. Yeah. Uh, Carol Brady. Yeah. Peggy Bundy and Sarah Connor. So Peggy Bundy is the most, um, I guess they all have their issues, but she's seen the most um, lax in the... In their commitment to the family, mm, right? I guess so. I don't yeah. know. Aren't they, were they all sociopathic in that show, pretty much? Mort- Morticia Adams is uh, yeah. kind of funky, but she's very much... Loves the family. Who's your favorite of this group? Of this group? Yeah. Probably Morticia. Yeah, Morticia. I think so. I know someone who uh, knows Serena Williams, is friends with her, and their their kids are friends, and they say that she's great. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Does she always have about Cheerios and a baggie in her pocketbook? No, but, like, her kids come over to their house and, like, have snacks and... Oh, there (laughs) you go. That's nice. Uh, let's see. Speaking of motherhood, Jennifer Lopez says that uh, she didn't understand a mother's instinct to protect her kids until she had her own. Uh, she told the premiere, uh, I'm sorry, she told the Hollywood Reporter at the premiere of her new film, The Mother. The Mother. mother. Uh, I remember when I w- wasn't a mother, I didn't understand that at all. I remember apologizing to friends of mine at that time who had kids. I was like, why don't you do this and this? And once I had kids, I was like, I am so sorry. I had no idea. (laughs) Uh, So she has a different perspective now. Uh, Amber Heard has been spotted signing an autograph for a fan in Spain after reportedly giving up on Hollywood life. So she signed an autograph. Yes. Uh, Page Six reports the Justice League actress even stopped to pose for a photo with the admirer in Madrid on Thursday. Last week, the Daily Mail reported that Heard had quit Hollywood and moved to Madrid with her two-year-old daughter, Una. Una. So, yeah, but she can still sign autographs for crying out loud. Sure. Come on. Uh, I wonder if she, I wonder if there's just a pause. If she's fully given, and she says she's given up. Ah, something tells me it's just a pause. I agree. I agree. And maybe a few years. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cameron Diaz is kind of coming back to a role. Right. I think so. She's, you know, a number of years she was away from Hollywood. Yeah. Jeopardy has become one of the first game shows to be impacted by the writers' strike. Uh, Mind Bialik decided against hosting the final week of filming for season thirty-nine, standing in solidarity with the striking writers. However, production on the final run of the episodes for the season is going ahead with Ken Jennings taking over the hosting duties. Uh, The final episodes of the season will be filmed at the Sony Pictures lot uh, between Tuesday, May 16th and Friday, May 19th. I haven't been able to watch the Champion episodes. I've been recording them because I have to watch. It's it's a thing. I watch with uh, Claire and um, I'm... Really eager. To, have you been watching them, you guys? The, uh, I'm these, not. These I, I go in yeah. and out of uh, of Jeopardy fandom. It's my by far favorite uh, game, show. game show, but huh. I just don't watch it anymore. More so than uh, Price is Right. Oh, yeah. And Lingo. Yeah, I know I like Lingo, but no, Jeopardy's number one. Lingo. And, 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 and Lingo. And, Lingo. and Bumper Stumpers? Repeat that again for the court, if you wouldn't mind. You no longer watch Lingo. Um, that was a good game. I Jeopardy. Put it to you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I moved to that be stricken from the record. <laughs> is this uh, the Masters one? Is this on uh, primetime, Steve? Yes. Is, so it's like eight yeah. o'clock or whatever, right? So, okay. uh, and I've I've been recording them, and I've been um, I, I watch it. I watch Jeopardy religiously, you know, every evening. Yeah, uh, and then, and I roll right into wheel. I mean, I was, and then I have my pudding, and my nurse puts me to bed. <laughs> um, you know what's great is those are all available on demand. I can yes. just go back and you watch can. them anytime. Which raises the question to, do that. to the courtroom: Why are you not watching Lingo? <laughs> <laughs> Masters tournament, Preston. Gotcha. You were okay. confused. <laughs> so, deadline reports. Of Frank- Is that how the Masters tournament begins? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Frankie Munez and Violet Bean will star in the sci-fi film Renner, set to film uh, film this summer. It's about a robotic army Renner. Nope. Follows a computer genius played by the Malcolm in the Middle alum as he looks to date his neighbor. Uh, with the help of an AI that he develops, only to realize a bit too late that he accidentally programmed his manipulative mother into Son it. Son of a bitch. Uh, Paul Walker's daughter will make a cameo in the upcoming Fast X film. Uh, Meta Walker shared the news on uh, Instagram on Thursday, writing, uh, The first Fast was released when I was one year old. That's crazy. I grew up on set watching my father, Vin, Jordana, Michelle. That's right for that one. Ludicrous and more on the monitors. Uh, thanks to my dad, I was born into the Fast family. Sorry, I didn't realize that this channel was still on. <laughs> Just trying to get through these. Hey, listen, I didn't do that on purpose. He wasn't trying to put that in. Uh, was it was not, an accident. I didn't realize that the channel was still turning. Go ahead, play don't it. worry about what it. What is it? Play I, it. No. I'm not, I don't want to play it because oh, wow. I want to edit it first, and okay. and I just want to, you know. I, so it says, uh, she you said, know. I can't believe now I get to be up there, too, with those who have been around to see me grow up. So it's a cameo. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I, I have no idea if she's, you know, going to take on acting or not. So, um, Andrew Garfield and Daisy Edgar-Jones have signed on to star in Voyagers, a biopic uh, from director Sebastian Lilo. They were together in Tick, Tick, Boom, right? Uh, Daisy Edgar Jones? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know who that is. is. And Yeah. Um, um, I'm not really sharing. sure. But anyhow, uh, it's a real-life love story celebrated uh, of celebrated astronomer Carl Sagan, ah. an Emmy-winning documentary filmmaker, and Druin. Or Dru- oh. Druin, yeah. You know what they were in together? It was uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, that's she's, it. Um, she's great. She's the wife that has to deal with um, the tragedy that happens. Okay. Uh, the film is set in 1977 as NASA is preparing to launch humanity's first interstellar probes, the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 missions. A team led by Sagan sets out to create a message to accompany them. It's called the Golden Record, a group of images and sounds meant to express yeah. the essence of humanity and Axe's first contact greeting for any galactic life forms the probes may reach. But I, I remember when that was I all too. happening. Yeah, it was very cool. But what starts out as a race against clock mission becomes an epic, unexpected love story between Sagan and his collaborator, uh, Druyan. So that's what it's going to focus on. Um, Why don't so, you come over to my house and we'll watch Lingo together? Uh, Leah, 
Lilo said in a statement, uh, as a nine-year-old boy growing up in uh, Chile's dictatorship, Carl Sagan and Anne Duran's TV series Gosmos had a profound impact on me, igniting my fascination uh, with life's biggest questions. Uh, and it's a dream to make a movie about the golden record and within it, the inspiring love story between Carl and Anne. That should be pretty interesting. My and Andrew problem, Garfield is fantastic. He's fantastic. Uh, instead of creating a gold record to send up, why didn't they just send up a gold record from Whitesnake? Or something, yeah. Give uh, a nice indication. Yeah, I wonder who would have uh, been an artist at that time in 1977 uh, that they could have set up. Maybe Boston or Boston, something like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, um, new movies opening this weekend. All right, movies opening this weekend. We're going to start with Book Club, the next chapter. Yeah! Comedy starring Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, and Candace Bergen. Uh, the highly anticipated sequel follows our four best friends as they take their book club to Italy for the fun girls' trip they never had. When things go off the rails and secrets are revealed, their relaxing vacation turns into a once-in-a-lifetime cross-country adventure. It's an hour and 47 minutes long. It's rated PG-13. Wide with theater release today. Rotten Tomato score at 46%. They're saying the amount of violence in this thing is off the charts. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah. Uh, Fool's Paradise also opens. It's comedy, and it stars Charlie Day, Ray Liotta, and Kate Beckinsale. A satirical comedy about a down-on-his-luck publicist who discovers a recently released mental health patient who looks just like a misbehaving movie star. Uh, the publicist subs for him or subs him into a film, creating a new star. But fame and fortune are not all they are cracked up to be. Uh, it's an hour and 37 minutes long. It's rated R. It's a limited theater release. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a pretty low 27%. This, this was the movie. for, for the, It went through, what was the original? El Tonto. El Tonto and another title change. And this is the one we've been waiting for. Uh, there are a couple good reviews, but I'm sad to see it kind of get... Slapped around. Yeah, I think it was finished in 2019. Yeah. It's been sitting on the shelf for a long time. A lot of big names in it. Too, yeah. Yes, tons. I, I believe we're going to have Charlie on uh, next week to talk about it. All right, All right good. And then finally, uh, the movie Hypnotic opens. It's an action mystery. It stars Ben Affleck, uh, Alice Braga, and J.D. Pardo. Determined to find his missing daughter, Austin, detective Aunt Danny Rourke, finds himself spiraling down a rabbit hole investigation uh, in a series of reality-bending crimes where he will ultimately call into question his most basic assumptions oh. about everything and everyone in his world. Oh, my God. Aided by Diana Cruz, a gifted psychic, Rourke simultaneously pursues and is pursued <gasps> by a lethal specter. A specter. The one man he believes holds the key to finding the missing girl, only to discover more than Abe ever bargained for. It's already too complicated. Uh, it's an hour and 32 minutes long. It's rated R. It's a limited theater relation. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 41%. So a lot of low scores yeah. for the movie's opening this weekend. Go see Guardians. All right, we're ready for the clips now. Fear the Walking Dead is back for an eighth season of hair-raising moments in an apocalyptic world. In this clip, Alicia... Debnam Carey 
talks about her character. Here we go. It's been really rewarding. Maybe one of the most rewarding parts of playing this character has been seeing this journey from like a teenager with like you know dreams and hopes, and and then to, for it just to descend into complete darkness. And I think for her, it's this idea of well, this is the only way I can protect anyone because everything I, I did before failed. Shut up, dummy. Fear the Walking Dead airs Sundays at 9 p.m. on AMC. I am Walking Dead it out. Uh, me too. Yeah. Next clip. Charlie Day puts a Charlie Chaplin spin on Hollywood in the new film Fool's Paradise. And in this clip, he discusses working with the late Ray Liotta. You know, he would pitch me jokes that he wanted to try, and I'd always let him try it. And I'd say about half of them actually made it in the movie. He was just a really driven, committed, serious about his craft guy. And um, I'm, I'm, I feel lucky. Fool's Paradise is in theaters today, as we mentioned earlier. And there you go. That's the last story uh, in the Bizarre Files. Or not the Bizarre Files. Entertainment Report. Bizarre Files coming up in a little while. Hey, I do want to remind you at some point during our program today, we are getting ourselves ready for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. Canaan's and North Wildwood, our 18th party, I think we've had. Or 18. Yeah. What's that? It's two weeks from today. What? (coughs) Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. So at some point this morning... Uh, we are going to give you cut-the-line passes for you and three guests, and we'll also set you up with your own booth at uh, a reserved booth, a spot to call your own during that insanely packed party. Uh, we'll give you a bucket of Coors Light for your table and a case of Coors Light for your beach house. So we'll uh, tell you when to call in and when that is some point during the program. Here's a little tease. An executioner's outfit arrived in the mail for me yesterday. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, that will yeah. be incorporated That'll be incorporated in some way, shape, or into form. Into my fantasy life. Uh <laughs> incorporating them. Uh, so we got a lot going on. We got a lot of guests on the show, a lot of stuff to give away. We hope that you will stay with us because we'll be back in just a moment with more. Hang out, all right? 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and they're made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor Tam and Inc. because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. Um, since we have a bunch of guests on the show this morning, we're going to have John Voigt. We're going to have uh, Jim Jackson talking about uh, Keith Jones being bumped up to president and Danny Briere now the GM of the team. Uh, Christina Hutchinson will stop by. If I don't do this now, I'll never be able to clear out my junk drawer. So I better do that right about now. And we have some stories rifling around in here. Let me dig in and see what I can find. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Uh, the World Video Game Hall of Fame has announced its 2023 inductees. All right, so this is the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Now, I know you like to go out with the family, Kathy, when they have the induction ceremony. <laughs> uh, yeah, w- yeah where's it taking place this year, Preston? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, which is where your second home, basically. Yeah, the new Hall of Fame in Buffalo. That's my second home. 
It will open on June 30th, so it's not even open yet. Oh, honestly. okay. They, they chose Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. When you think video games. So here are the, the, uh, the inductees for this year. All right. Barbie fashion designer. Computer Space, The Last of Us, yes, and We Sports. Okay, all right. So those are the they they beat out uh, for this year: uh, Angry Birds, Call of Duty, Four Modern Warfare, and GoldenEye 007. GoldenEye is one of the that's a great game, essential games. I agree. Um, but The Last of Us made it in there. Uh, see, by the way, the Barbie fashion designer. I was going to say, I never heard of it, but I love it. It, uh, was, it was released for PCs in 1996, so it wasn't a console game. I think it was like, so I get it now. It's, it's like when when uh, the, a stick enters the Toy Hall of Fame. It, it's, it's some of the basic, more basic yeah. things. Think of it, Kathy, like uh, color forms. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it allows players to design clothes for their dolls and print them on fabric. Oh. Um, Barbie fashion doll designer became a jumping off point for the girls' games movement and shook up the software gaming scene, according to the manager of this uh, of this uh, hall. So I, I replayed the last. I, did you finish? Do we? No, I've I've got to. I, I've been interrupted. I had to give up my video game area. Yeah, because the in laws were in town. They were right. staying there, so I, I will get back to that. Uh, the iconic Wii Sports Wii. brought motion-based technology to mainstream games. Wii! That's what I get to do! The original Wii Sports is great. I used to play the golf game all the time. Preston, that, so much fun. The bowling was fun. I contend that the best Wii game ever was that original package. Yeah. Because it, it, was, it just exploited the system the best, and it was a lot of fun. I didn't play much more on the Wii. Uh, the Last of Us went on to inspire an HBO series, and uh, Computer Space was the first commercially available video game. And then, Steve, you had sent me a link earlier this week. It was the top 100 video games of all time. This is GQ magazine. Right. They bought it, and then they distill it down, obviously, to they the had, top 10. Yeah, 300 gaming experts, including developers, directors, journalists, and streamers. And so they now have the definitive list of the 100 best video games of all time. What is the music that we're playing? This is Wii Sports. Oh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Now, now I recognize it. Well, all right. Let me ask you right off the bat. Uh-huh. Can you name what you believe is the greatest video, personally, greatest video game of all time? Yeah, my favorite yeah. video game of all time. Well, I mean, it's it's a toss-up. It's, it's either two of uh, Zelda titles because the very first um, Legend of Zelda for Nintendo was a mind-blower to me. I yep. mean, it opened up a whole world of these adventure games that I never knew that I would really be into. So that original one, I just I just loved, 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 loved it. Now, it's very archaic now, if you go back and look at it. Um, and I probably wouldn't enjoy playing it as much. Uh, the other one would be Twilight Princess. Twilight game. Princess is Zelda. my favorite Zelda game. It's in my top... I'm going to put it in my top five games of all time. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved... That's... You will never feel like a bigger pussy than when you play the game because you end up crying during that game. It's, Absolutely. It's wonderful. It's emotional. Yes. And so what would you put as your all-time favorite? I, I have Resident Evil 4. That's number one. It's hard to... to it is. Resident Evil 4, I'll, I'll tell you my, my top. Resident Evil 4. Um, the original Halo was was a seismic shift for me. I was like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Um... God of War, yeah, and what, and Twilight Princess, okay. and that's that'll probably change up seconds. So in this list, the number one, the greatest game of all time, uh, they contend is the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Aha, uh-huh. okay, uh, which I never finished. Um, it it got a little too complicated for me. I thought the same. Yeah, but uh, but my, I'm stupid. Don't they know that? My sons loved it. 
Uh, so they finished it, and they thought it was one of the best ever. Uh, number two, The Last of Us. Last of Us is great. It's a great game. And if you uh, if you watch the series, um, the, they, they did a pretty good job staying fairly close to the game. And then, Kathy, this will reel you in because you were a fan of Tetris, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, like so Tetris. number three, greatest of all time, Tetris. Yeah. What was the longest amount of time you ever sat playing Tetris, Kathy? <laughs> well, no, I, I wasn't like that. I wasn't oh, I was. I would play for hours and hours. I would, um, I would play, but then I would get annoyed and turn it off and watch. I would get such horrific pins and needles. There would be times where I was on the toilet and I would have the Game Boy and I'd forgotten that I'd stopped going to the bathroom and just stayed there playing it. Yeah, Steve, I was going to ask if you had a Game Boy and then um, there was a color version of it and I forget where I played that, but uh, I played that a lot. Color version of what? Of of Tetris. Like this, the version that we have up on the screen here, this sort of, I wouldn't even call it black and white, it's like green and yellow. Oh yeah, I I play, I only played the color one. I didn't know what this one was. This is, this is the, it has to be the Game Boy version. This is what I I think so, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Then number four on this list is Bloodborne. Oh, okay, yes. Didn't play that. Uh, Number five, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. The the f- I played uh, the first Witcher and enjoyed it, but I, you know, this after a while you only have yeah. You should also live and pay your bills. Uh, the third one is uh, yeah, it's it's n- number five on their list of all time greatest. Uh, number six is Mass Effect Two. Okay. Uh, seven is Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gears. Did you ever play any of the Metal Gears? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any sports games on here? No. There are not. Not in the top ten. Number eight is Portal Two. That's a Portal's trippy fun. game, man. That's it. Takes a while to figure out. How that works. I've seen so many people freak the hell out because they can't get it. But once you get it and yep. once you can use the portals to your advantage, yep. it's amazing. Uh, number nine is Dark Souls. That came out in 2011. Don't know that. And uh, number 10 is Half-Life nah, 2. This, um, this this list sucks. If you don't have Super Mario Brothers, the original, in the top 10, huh? then this... this um, It's this, invalid. There, there it, could be... A, there's a case for what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, mean, I totally it, agree with like Tetris being yeah. in there. Um, but Super Mario Brothers was like a foundational game, yep. no doubt. Yep. The game that I played the most was NHL '94. I just played it all the time, yeah. And and it was just it, for me, you know, uh, it reinforced my love of hockey. And I'm just surprised that there are zero sports games uh, on this entire list. I got to tell you, so Resident Evil Four, uh, they, they Connor was just scrolling, uh, was at number eleven. Preston, have you ever played that? What game was it? Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so oh absolutely. Rochelle and I would stay up all night. <laughs> oh, my God. And play it before we had kids. Yeah. And she would be, she was kind of the, like the navigator. I yeah. was the pilot, and she would she would uh, go open up that door over yeah, there. Yeah, go yeah. in there, you know. It, it was, was it, it was, was great. It was the first to change uh, the dynamics of the game where you weren't in a, sort of an over aerial shot. You were over the shoulder. Yep. And it added a shooter element to it that was fantastic. I remember... Looking, playing, and then looking up at the window and go, going, oh, my God, the sun is coming up. You know? Yeah. Like, seriously. And envying alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was drunk <laughs> at the time. Uh, and, like, no Guitar Hero or Rock Band on the list? Because no. those are kind no, of... Well, well, it, not it, in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, not in the top ten. It may be further on. Yeah, yeah Madden, Casey, yeah. I only have the top ten, so... Take that for what it's worth. And all right, uh, all right uh, let me go through some other junk drawer stuff here. Let me dig in. All right, so this is a study from UC Davis. They found that uh, people speak to Alexa and Siri with their baby voice. Do you? Says people oh, will speak, no. and, and it's not quite what you think. It's not like oh, this. Okay. It's, they speak louder and in a flatter, slower voice. When they're speaking oh, to yeah. these devices, so that it hears you clearly. Yeah, because it's so As annoying. If you're speaking to a little child. Have you it's ever done? It's so annoying when she doesn't get it right, and She's then you get annoyed. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
well, yeah, I, I have a good relationship with mine. My uh, my wife can sometimes be frustrated because she has her, her Long Island dialect. But um, what happens, Preston, I didn't realize this until a couple months ago, uh, I happened to just address Alexa in a softer voice, and it went, it's 5 o'clock. Back to oh, you. seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so it sort of meters oh. if you're speaking softly. It, like, and you don't want to wake up everyone, and you ask what time it is, That's it will awesome. whisper back to you. Wow. wow. Ooh, you I know who that. really has a hard time with Alexa is Nell. Nell. <laughs> Nell. Yeah. Exactly. I thought you were going to say Jackie Batman. I thought you were legit. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I almost, what? <laughs> I almost feel like, too, that she knows who's talking to her. Because if I fumble through words, it, it's over. Like, she doesn't answer. But, like, when Jace is like, um, hey, Alexa, uh, well, what about, you know, like, and then she answers. And I'm like, how did she get that do out you, of your sentence? Do you ever have a Kathy run the diagnostics where it'll say, because we have multiple uh, units around the house, and say, did I answer from the unit no, yes. A? And then it'll say, are you... So and so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that just happened to me for the first time the other day, yeah, uh, and yeah. I, I didn't know that it even did that. But it was. I cool. have heard you're an inadequate lover. Rachel <laughs> uh, kind of half whispers to Siri, right? Drives me crazy what? because because <laughs> sometimes mean? it won't pick up, oh. and I'm like, just speak in a normal voice. Look for the look for the lights, right? but it's like, hey Siri, set a timer for uh, two minutes, and I'm like. But you get really, really close Why to it. Why don't you speak the F up? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, just use your normal voice. Just speak out loud. Yeah, try the whisper thing later on when you get home. But I don't use Siri. I don't use I, I don't use Alexa. Like, I just... Oh, I use them all the time. Yeah. I don't even have them in the house. Yeah. I'm a little afraid. Well, Siri's on your phone. You're scared? Uh, I'm a little less scared. Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe... I'm scared. Occasionally... I'm scared. I will, leave, uh, I will use the, the Siri case. But at, at the home, the Alexa, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Get it out. Oh. Get it out! I don't wow. want listening. Skynet. I don't care. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. Not that I don't care about you. No, no, I mean, I I personally, I, I, I don't care that anything's listening. But I, I use uh, the Siri feature regularly, yeah. daily, specifically for reminders, alarms, uh, <laughs> and things and a, like and that. And a friend. And a friend. Yeah. No, but and, and also dumb questions. You know, if I if somebody. Ask, well, I wonder, you know, how much yak dung is on the <laughs> Serengeti? And, and I'll, yeah. I'll say, hey, Siri, you know, tell me. But. I kind of feel like I missed the boat on it. Like, And I think you were supposed to get on that boat five or six years ago. And, and now, because I've missed it, I don't want to get on, if that makes any sense. Like, it just, yeah. I'm not into it. And now I, uh, it, because I'm beyond it, like, I'm just like, nah, I yeah, missed it. I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely. Cool. Separate yeah. from the digital assistance, I have been embracing voice to text more often. Are you? Uh, and so, but, but last night I was sending a text to my friend Jim and I started, okay. So I started the message and then Caroline came in and started talking to me and I thought I stopped it, but I kept on going (laughs) and, and then I looked down and I'm like, ah, damn it. And and I push what I thought was the end, uh, the the little microphone and I sent it to him. Oh. Oh yeah. With you to Duran Duran. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what? Let me see if I can. Uh, here, I have it uh, uh, right here, and I wrote. Um, this is the message that I sent to him. I it said, "You're right. Oh yeah, with you, he has his coat in backyard. Is kind of an." <laughs> Did he reply? And then I wrote immediately. I wrote, "Yo, dude, disregard that last <laughs> message." I was talking to Caroline when I had voice to text on. Oh my on. god! Uh, but 
Uh, yeah, you need to be careful. Uh, My good friend, she voice detects everything. Like, I don't think she actually ever texts, and uh, I will get those messages. And, like, one time I got, like, what dinner was. She was asking her husband uh-huh. what he wanted for dinner, Like, yeah. and she'll text back, and she's like, oh, sorry, voice detects. I'm like, yeah, I know at this point. Well, the, the <laughs> we talked about the return, or at least the rise in popularity now of the recorded text, the voice yeah. text. And also, I saw a, a, a story on how Good old voicemails are coming back. Boy, uh, you really? Know, like messages. You know, you leave yeah. it, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, that's coming back, yeah. Okay. Uh, so they say that this uh, research team found that uh, if a device sounds less mechanical and more like a person, then people have an easier time understanding the AI technology. But they find that people will speak louder and in a flatter, slower voice when they're speaking to these devices. Uh, clear speech, like the speech of a new broadcaster, news Good morning, broadcaster, Alexa. Uh, was best understood <laughs> by humans. Uh, so it's uh, it's interesting that we will change our speech pattern when we talk to those devices. All right, let me see what else you got here. Control. According to Penn Live, a brand new study has deemed that Philadelphia has the second most vulgar fan bases in the entire Woo! nation. Yeah, yeah. Knew it. Sure. Very happy. Odds Seeker was the one who published this study, leveraging text analysis. So this is not verbal. This is written vulgarity. Oh, okay. All right. So analysis of each MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL team's Reddit comments (laughs) to see which had the most choice language. And the data was pulled between... Uh, March of 2022 and 2023. I'm going to have to imagine that when you're dealing with sports fans, A, and B on Reddit, that there's probably not a wide degree of difference between all of the competitors in this. Uh, it was the City of Brotherly Love that scored the number two spot on the final list with the Phillies fans being the worst of the bunch. Huh. Surprising, right? Yes. Bit, yeah. Would the you think the Eagles? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Odds Seeker found that Phillies fans average about 48.73 vulgar words per 100 <laughs> subreddit subscri- subscribers with their profanity of choice. It doesn't say what it is. It says you'd have to look at the study for that. So I'm, I'm assuming it's the F-bomb. Uh, New York is number one. Okay. Um, and uh, the Mets supporters deemed to be the most vulgar of any <laughs> yeah. of the Empire State's franchises. That's, that tracks. Uh, they average a whopping 74.9 Per, uh, swear words per 100 I, subreddit. I think we can beat that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can beat that. You're taking yeah. it as a challenge? I yeah. think so. <laughs> uh, it's odd that it'd be the Eagles. Uh, um, uh, but uh, yeah, we would have anticipated the Eagles. But I uh, I wonder, so do they have the list of the other who's around us? The top five. So uh, third was St. Paul, Minneapolis. What? Uh, Seriously? Yeah. Fourth was uh, Los Angeles. And uh, fifth is Miami. Huh. That's, uh, that's kind of wild. Casey, yeah. hey, so you said you had a pretty bad experience in San Francisco one yeah, time. And yeah, and that's why I find it funny because Kyle Shanahan was talking uh, about Philadelphia and how his wife had a terrible time here. <laughs> I was like, please, you know, the San Francisco fans are... Um, they're disgusting. <laughs> they're they're gross, yeah. and uh, and they're a bunch of whiny little babies. But uh, you know, I was like actually assaulted, and I watched somebody else get assaulted. Like you know what I mean? I, you were assaulted. Somebody? I, yeah, yeah. Somebody shoved me from behind and huh. then ran off like a little pussy. <laughs> yeah. You know? And this was Eagles Forty ers Eagles Forty ers Because yeah. it's really bad between uh, when there's um, Dodgers uh, Giants games, and uh, specifically in Dodger Stadium, and Giants fans will come. And it's, it gets brutal. It gets really angry, and people are throwing some... Yeah, I mean, yeah, San Francisco fans are not nice. Casey, what did you mean by gross? 
Um, well, I, I just, mean, like they're physically dirty or yeah. Okay, I just want to say mean things about oh, okay. them because all they right. were talking crap about us. So. I gotcha. All right, all good. All right, let me see what else I got here. Okay, junk drawer time. We got to wrap this up soon. Oh, okay, because you. Oh, you yeah, want to yeah, stay yeah. Right Yep, I want to stay ahead of time. You're right. All right, so we'll do one more, and then we will end uh, with. Let me see. I got to make sure that it counts. How about this? Um, more and more teenagers are not. Motivated to get their driver's license, and a recent study found that 73% of California parents reported their teens felt driving anxiety. Yeah. Hmm. And 54% said the anxiety was intense enough to be called a phobia. Essentially, <laughs> they're scared to drive. So, okay. my son's uh, yeah. 16, and he cannot wait to get his driver's license. That's the way it was when I was a yeah. kid. Everyone yeah. was Same. champing at the bit. Yeah. But on the other side, uh, Caroline just turned 16, and is not, although I did get, uh, uh, feedback yesterday that uh, she's interested in in getting the permit, but okay, it's, it hasn't been like a priority. This at has all. happened exponentially, yeah. though. You had a similar report about a year and a half, two years ago, yeah, and it's gotten even worse since then. Yeah, uh, th- to me, the bike, the car, freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get oh out absolutely. You're, that first bicycle that you had, where you could you know cover distance, real distance, yep. not like a little you know with the training wheels, yep. uh, that was liberation. And then when you got your car, holy god! Yeah, oh. Steve Ben has his permit, and uh, he's at that um, like within a week or two, yeah. he's, he's eligible to get his license because I think you have to have a permit for six months or whatever. Is that it? Yeah, and, and then uh, and then you can go for the driver's license test. So we scheduled it. Although uh, there was a long waiting period. Um, uh, uh, you know, when we scheduled it to when an actual availability to go to the get the driver's license. I remember years ago, this is on a, 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 a little off the rails here on this, but I had gone in and when I got into PA, I was going to renew my license. And I, I forget exactly how it happened. I'm going, God, this is elaborate. And I'm like, why is this taking so long? And and I realized I was applying for like a Class C. <laughs> oh my God! Like a, like a big rig license. <laughs> and I'm like, trucker. what in the f? <laughs> my cousin is currently doing that. Really? Yeah. He said it's so scary. What the, the, the truck the, driving? The, yeah, yeah, like the no big kidding. giant tractor trailers. I'm yeah. Sure, man. Yeah. Uh, but I, I could see this. Uh, I mean, I I wasn't intimidated by the. Uh, although I do remember. Highway driving to me was scary mm-hmm. at that age when I first right. when I was like I was Merging. really terrified to going mm-hmm. on to the interstate. Yeah. Because it was it was bigger and faster, yeah. all those lanes yeah. and merging in and out of traffic and stuff. And eventually when I did, I'm like, oh, this ain't so bad. There's a scene in Clueless. You remember that yeah. scene where, where the uh, she accidentally gets up on the <laughs> yeah. highway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I always hated getting on seventy six as a young driver, and I would have to get on seventy six to get to college. And I probably didn't feel comfortable on that stretch between uh, 476 and King of Prussia. I didn't feel comfortable on that stretch of road probably until my 20s. Wow. It's my least favorite highway in the area to drive on. 76? Uh, yes. It, it sucks. It just, it, it's, you Big know. Big old sucker Usually in bad condition, two <laughs> lanes a lot of it, and it's just, I just don't mm-hmm. care for it, you know, and I have to drive it every single day. Uh, uh, however... Uh, I don't drive the uh, the PA Turnpike that often, but that doesn't look like a whole lot of fun when I'm driving by <laughs> and seeing the absolute jam traffic that's always on that. So when I'm hitting it, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. I thank God for that. So what's replaced me now because of where I am geographically, replaced 76 is 309, yeah. which is a walk in the park compared to 76. Right. I just couldn't believe when I was driving across the country, when I would go through um, some of these cities, the, the road system... Uh, you know, like, and these are smaller cities in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. And I'm going through, like, Indianapolis, and they have, like, a 
thousand different highways to choose from yeah. all around the area. St. Louis is the same way. I mean, I was driving Preston through St. Louis at rush hour. Like, I was there in the morning, and I sat in zero traffic. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what the people that live there will tell you that the traffic is horrible. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyhow, uh, that's all we have time that's for it. in the junk drawer. Uh, Sorry, we got to clean it out. And uh, someday I want my jingle, Kyle, for the uh, for the junk drawer. If you need. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, we have not only uh, the Bizarre File and the final concert cash for the 8 o'clock hour, uh, but actor John Voight's going to be joining us, How about too. that? So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. do the bizarre file now before we get to the concert cash so let's go now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file alright it's brought to you by Mulch Works Vast and they offer the highest quality mulch from top soil that's manufactured on site and they also have leaf compost post uh, decorative stone pavers and more and delivery or for pickup uh, delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com. All right, I'm going to start with a couple of follow-up stories for you guys. All right. Two men who pleaded guilty of cheating in a Lake Erie fishing tournament were sentenced Thursday to 10 days in jail <laughs> and one and a half years probation. I remember this story. Yeah. Jacob Runyon and Chase Kaminsky uh, entered guilty pleas in March felony charges of cheating in a misdemeanor count of illegal animal ownership after they were found to have used weight yeah. to make their catches appear heavier at the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Tournament last September. That trout weighs 800 pounds. Felony charges of attempted grand theft and possessing criminal tools were dropped. 
Runyon called it, quote, the most ignorant decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> yeah. He told this his apology. I bet there are a few contenders. His apology was to everybody. Uh, the judge ordered both men to pay a $2,500 fine, which could be reduced if they make a donation to a charitable organization focused on fishing and children. It's my understanding that cheating goes on a fair amount in these things. In addition, the men had their fishing licenses suspended for a maximum of three years. Wow. And had to forfeit the boat they used in the tournament, which was valued at $130,000. Oh. So, yeah, they're, they're not messing around. All right, this other follow-up is a little more gruesome. Autopsies on corpses found in mass graves linked to a Kenyan cult. Remember, I talked about this. They were were telling them to to not eat, to starve themselves, to get to heaven. Uh, It's revealed missing organs and has raised suspicions of forced harvesting, an investigator said. An organ harvesting scam. Another 21 bodies were found. A total of 133 people have so far been confirmed dead in the so-called... Uh, Shakahola. Shakahola. Kakalola? Uh, Kakalola. It's right near Kakalola. Forest massacre uh, since the discovery of mass graves last month shocked the deeply religious Christian majority country. Uh, police. Kakalola. Police believe that most of the bodies found it near the uh, Malindi on Kenyan's Indian coast uh, were followers of self styled pastor Paul Mthenji McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> who is accused of ordering them to starve to death to meet Jesus. Ah, uh, brutal. While starvation appears to be the main cause of death, some of the victims, including children, were strangled, beaten, or suffocated, according to the chief government uh, government pathologist. Uh, investigators said Tuesday they believe more bodies are going to be found in coming days. Some of the corpses had the organs re- so their organs removed, and police allege the suspects were engaged in forced harvesting of body parts. That's terrific. Uh, the chief inspector said it's believed that the trade on human body organs has been well-coordinated, involving several players, giving no details about the suspected trafficking. Uh, Munin said that, uh, that that's the uh, director, the inspector said, Ezekiel Odero, a high-profile televangelist who was arrested last month in connection with the same case uh, and granted bail on Tuesday, had received a huge cash transaction, or several of them, uh, allegedly from Mackenzie's followers who sold their property at the cult Jeez. leader's bidding. Wow. Well, somehow wanting money for a Learjet doesn't seem so bad now. Exactly, <laughs> right? All right, and then we'll go with one more story. we got to keep this kind of short. I apologize, but we need to get to the concert cash. Uh, the Harrisburg Police Station was evacuated for about three hours on Tuesday after a man brought a package inside containing three pipe bombs. Hmm. Investigators are talking to the man who brought the explosives into the public safety building. The man said that he had found the package on the street. Uh, The police commissioner, Thomas Carter, said, We're just lucky this time that nothing really happened. Carter said the city is fortunate that no one was hurt. Uh, Streets were blocked off as officers secured the area around the public safety building to keep people away. One of those street pipe bombs. Uh, Carter said the state police came to the scene and used a bomb robot to retrieve the explosives. Uh, they were stuffed, I'm not going anywhere near that. Uh, they were stuffed with equipment inside that could have caused serious injury, Carter said. State police removed the bombs and took them away to be safely detonated. Uh, Tuesday night's Harrisburg City Council meeting was canceled, but the guy just came walking in yeah. with a bag of bombs. Hey, look what I found! That he found on the street, and they're like, you know, you probably could have just called us. And uh, oh yeah, that would have so worked. Stupid too. So all right, uh, it is a little after eight. Let's do it. Cash. Now, here's your concert cash keyword. All right, the word that you need is R-E-V-E-A-L. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, either on the contest page, WMMR.com. 
via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, and one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Take on sale that now. Winners will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And for MMRBQ details, just text the word FINALLY to 39333, and we'll send you a link to the information. It's sponsored by Meineke. Let me give you that word one more time. It is REVEAL, R-E-V-E-A-L. So send that over right now. Uh, so, John Boyd. We were aiming for 8 o'clock, and that's yep. why I wanted to squeeze in the Bizarre File and the Contra And they cash. needed us to stay on time, we're so on we time. were on time, and uh, they're not on time. Okay. You can make the call on this if you think uh, we move along. It was and, supposed to be a phone call, right? And yeah. brush it under the rug like it never happened? Um, We'll do another two minutes. Give them to officially, like... He's a legendary actor. Five minutes after the We always the give hour. legendary actors two minutes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I always find it funny. I mean, years ago, before I started working with you guys, I worked in television, and everything in television was to the second. Yeah. And, yeah. and there was... No one was late. You couldn't be late. Like, you... I remember thinking I was going to lose my job if, if I didn't get... I used to have to take tapes. Um, and if I didn't get the tape into the person's hand at, you know, at the exact moment. Um, so when when I started working with you guys and things... And it was like, well, he said 8. It's 8.04. I don't... What, is he calling? I was like, I don't... I don't understand. I don't... What, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. No, it's completely it's, different. I, you rarely do see a news person have to riff mm-hmm. for a little while um, and kill, yeah, kill some time. Yeah, just, and my uh, son got a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to that ride in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no. breaking oh, news. Stop it. Oh, no. No. Oh, Marissa had, I th- saw her go on the, uh, the hotline. Uh, my son got a puppy. <laughs> Tell us more about that puppy. Marissa? Puppy? Yeah, in three weeks they got married and had a son. No, um, <laughs> no word from him yet. Okay. Right. But I do have some other breaking news. Oh, 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 do we need oh, official breaking news? Breaking news. Breaking. It better be good because you already got the intro. It's disappointing. Oh. Taylor Swift did not have dinner at Autograph what? last night. Somebody started a rumor and hundreds of people showed up at the restaurant and stood outside. Oh, my and God. And she was I'm not there. I'm looking at you, Jamie Blackburn. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Steve, she's the one who just confirmed to me. She sent me all these photos of crowds outside the restaurant waiting, and it was just a rumor. Oh, oh my God. Wait. Why didn't we think of that? Oh, that's great. We should have done it. We should have said all morning long we were going to have Taylor Swift come on by the today. show. There'd be crowds of people out front. Absolutely. <laughs> What? No, well, yeah. th- that's who we're waiting to call right yes, now. Yes, Taylor should be <laughs> yes. here. Yeah. We're going to give her two more minutes. <laughs> if she doesn't Hi show guys! up, the <laughs> Wait, when did they change the name of that village to the Eagle Shops from, remember, it used to yeah. be the Spread Eagle Village? Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my yeah. whole life it was Spread Eagle, and I, yeah. I believe, <laughs> Marissa, yeah, that like, they, yeah. they just got a little too much guff for that over... And so, yeah, now it's uh, the Eagle Shops. Did or the Spread Eagle Village have dicks and. No, no, no. no. no okay, no, no. That, was in, that was that an was intercourse. In me- oh, no. uh, well, me- Metroplex, remember, used to have giant dicks. Giant yeah. dicks. That's yeah. right. And, and there was another. Siemens. And Siemens. Yes. Giant dicks, uh-huh. Siemens. That was. <laughs> Man, there's uh, so many store names that are problematic. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to That's move That's all right. On. Sorry, guys. Taylor. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Is, right? What? No, 
so zero sadness had. We move along, and uh, we will come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget, at some point this morning, uh, we're going to have a chance to win. Uh, cut the line passes to Keenan's. And the live broadcast, official open to the Jersey Shore. Eggs with Peg. It's like party. Our 25th anniversary. Yes. It's two weeks from today. Legendary. I'll tell you when to call in because you get a booth and you get beer and all kinds of cool stuff. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Finally. How we doing, MM Barbecueers? MM Barbecue 2023. Starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including Aaron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and MMR's local shots artist, Fixin77. Plus, the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. So uh, some big uh, decisions were made in the front offices of the Flyers. Uh, The word came down yesterday uh, that Keith Jones is now the president of hockey operations. And Danny Briere is now, well, I guess we'll have to call him Daniel now. Yes. Uh, is, is the GM. He went from interim GM to the general manager of the team. Pretty cool. Uh, and it's it's great, but um, somebody's losing a buddy Aww. in the broadcast booth. And we've got him on the line. Let's welcome our friend Jim Jackson Yay. this morning. Hey, JJ, good morning. JJ, are you there? Yeah, I got to turn Oh, pfft. You don't hear me? Yeah, now, now I got you. Bro- right. Broadcast 101 says turn the channel on <laughs> when you actually bring someone up. So that was my fault. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. We're doing okay. So we, we saw the news yesterday. I think it's pretty cool because, you know, we know both of those guys. <laughs> and they're the head honchos in the front office. But I didn't think about the fact that you're losing your broadcast partner. You guys have been together for how many years? 17. Oh, jeez. Um, and, yeah, and it's absolutely, it, I probably won't, it won't hit me probably until getting into the booth next year, yeah. uh, because I'm really excited for Jonesy. This is, uh, not something that he had certainly wished for. I, we've had so many conversations about the flyers and about hockey and uh, none of it consider, was ever a consideration that he was going to be for, you know, president of hockey operations for the team. Uh, in fact, he had already uh, always talked about how, you know, management, uh, I, I don't need the headaches or whatever, but. He had always put a caveat on that as unless it was a flyer because he really does have a love for this organization. They treated him extremely well late in his playing career and then into his post-playing career. And uh, he always respects, remembers that, and appreciates that. So he really wants to get this team back to, to where they, they've been. Uh, and he has some definite ideas on how to do that. So I'm really excited for him. Right now it's that excitement. But when I step into the booth next year, uh, I'm sure I'm going to have a, a great new broadcast partner. So I'm, I'm not saying just to put <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be different. Joe. Yeah, sure. One of a kind. He's, uh, he's so funny. Uh, I could have one of my worst days going. I walk into that booth and he'll give me one of his awful puns and I'll be laughing. So, <laughs> hey, Jim, uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, in, in a nutshell, if you could describe the difference between uh, the responsibilities of a president and a GM in the NHL. 
Well, it really depends on the organization, but the way the Flyers have broken this down, Danny's going to handle the, the hands-on trades and, and all the player personnel. I think Jonesy will be there, and we'll find out more in the press conference later today, but I think Jonesy will be there more adversarial for that, uh, just to, to try to help Danny. And Jonesy has so much knowledge of the entire league, and uh, he's watched how organizations run, so he'll be great. A great sounding board for Danny. And I, and I think Jonesy's also going to be a bridge over to the business side. Uh, they they want to get the message out to the fans properly. And they and he knows this fan base so well, not only from uh, his time as a player, but also his time in radio here and his time broadcasting to the fans as well. So uh, I think he'll, he'll be kind of all-purpose in that way, uh, not just uh, – player ops, although mostly, but also bridging over to the business side. Okay, but but as far as money goes, it, it stops at Danny. Like, he makes the call on what they're going to spend their money on. Uh, well, no, that, that call comes from, well, I mean, in, in this in this era, it's the salary cap era anyhow, so it's your capologist, and you only have so much money to spend. Right. So how you delegate that money, that, that'll that be, I'm sure, a joint decision. Okay. But I, I think ultimately, at least the way it was been broken down to me, and again, we'll find out more when they, they have the press conference today, but um, from what I've, I've heard from Jonesy and seen from the press releases, it would seem as though it'll be Danny's decision, but obviously there will be a lot of collaboration uh, with John Tortorella, the coach, obviously Jonesy, and, and people above them as well, because when money's involved, people above always have their say, too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, selfishly, I'm, I'm really going to miss having him in the booth with you, JJ. I, I would tune into the games last year simply to watch you guys, to listen to you guys. And it was not a great season. Uh, that's obvious. But uh, your, your commentary and, and the jokes and the, the banter really made it still entertaining for me. So I'm going to miss that. Uh, but I'm also cautiously optimistic about this because, and Steve and I were talking about this before the show yesterday, uh, Jonesy was up there with you, obviously, watching all of these games and watching yeah. the players and watching play develop and seeing what went right, what went wrong. And so to have that perspective from a broadcast perspective, to me, is a, a really interesting transition to then the front office. What's your thoughts on that? Now, first of all, thanks for those comments, because, Nick, that's the, the ultimate test of broadcast is not, not the great games. It's the games that aren't so great. If you're able to keep them entertaining, then that's the ultimate compliment. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure Jonesy would, too. Um, as for Jonesy, it's amazing because when we're doing games, uh, we'll make comments uh, on the air, but mostly off the air in terms of talking about the players and this and that. So I know Jonesy's thoughts on a lot of players. And the one thing I've learned in 17 years with him, he's just unbelievably astute at judging talent and, and also judging, and this might be even more important to his role here, judging where a player would fit in the locker room within the team, how he will help build the team, how he might not help build the team. He might actually hurt the team. So uh, I, I see in that area, he's really astute. I, I know Jones, he's so funny that uh, a lot of us, and he likes to be self-deprecating uh, in a lot of his humor, uh, but don't be fooled by that. He's dumb like a fox. He's an extremely <laughs> true guy uh, when it comes to player evaluation and, and team building and all that. So I think he'll be a tremendous asset for Danny in that regard. And uh, not that Danny needs any help. He's been part of a ton of teams and has uh, some great opinions on that as well. But the two of them together and, and with Torts, who obviously will have his opinions, I mean, it's going to be really, as I said, a collaborative effort and, and you've got some great hockey minds there. So I, I think it's going to be really, really good. So does this represent a, a quantum leap forward in the possibility of a J.J. statue somewhere around the <laughs> arena? Hmm. 
<laughs> that would not happen. Although he would make some joke about the birds doing their duty on my. <laughs> <laughs> now you know it's interesting that you talk about that, and as Nick and I were talking about this and everything going down, is that a lot of times it's just this perception that the people who are in charge, or as you were just saying, one or two levels removed from the actual fan and and what matters and what they need to see and how they keep engaged and uh he has been nothing but you know saturated with this on the broadcast side and what you hear all the time and you're out and about him you know you get it as well uh and so that's that's an asset that i you know that's hard to come by unless you put in the time doing what you guys do that is a really good point and i think that's going to be a really big part of his job is, is the fans and how to get the messaging out correctly. I, I do think uh, over the last four or five years, part of the problem has been kind of mixed messaging that goes out. They, they would uh, Chuck Fletcher might say we're to have an aggressive retool and then they don't make a move for, for Gaudreau so that the fans were all confused and all that. I think you're going to see that cleaned up a lot uh, because uh, Jonesy does have that knowledge of this fan base uh, from a couple of different perspectives. One is a player for a very competitive team. Now, he wasn't here very long as a player, but he was on a, a team that made a, a great run in 2000. And, um, and then, obviously, uh, moving over into his broadcast career uh, in radio, as well as, obviously, broadcasting on television. And he's been in and around these fans. He's lived in the area for a long time. So he knows he knows what makes this fan base tick. And it is, uh, although I think a lot of the, the Northeastern fan bases, New York, Boston, uh, at all are, are similar. I still think there's something a little bit special, different about this this market. I love it, the passion, uh, and you have to, I think, be here a while to understand it. And he has a complete understanding of that, and I think that will be part of his duties in terms of, you know, how the, the team is messaging to the fans. So that's yep. a really good point. Uh, it's good to see good things happen to good people. So we're we're, we're happy to see both of these guys um, officially be named. Uh, before we wrap up here, uh, Jim, you still doing your um, uh, broadcast uh, classes uh, for people who uh, want to get into sports casting? Yeah, getting back into it heavy duty. Uh, uh, as we got back into traveling full bore after the pandemic, kind of the second half of last season into this season, I found it was it was hard to do a lot of it this season because you're on the go a lot. But I snuck a, a little bit in during the season. But now I have the next three or four months pretty much completely off. I set of some vacations and um, looking forward to it. Um, very rewarding, and it's uh, every, every time I I meet a new student and and just get to know their story and then. Uh, we, we get involved in, in trying to help them. It's it's just uh, it's very. Weird. Now I'm to the point where I've been doing it long enough where I'm starting to see some of them get jobs or even awesome. from current jobs into better jobs. So it's a lot of fun. JimJacksonBroadcasting.com. Just go there if you want the information, and uh, would be glad to work with you. You learn directly from one of the best. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I love that. JimJacksonBroadcasting.com. All right, my man. It is good to talk to you. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you soon. Okay. Sounds great. Have a great summer, guys. All right, yeah. Thanks. Jim. Yeah. Jackson, JJ, man, if I was in the sports casting, if that was the thing I wanted to do, I would sign up immediately. Yeah. Well, with look him. at the, your teacher has connections. Yeah, like you can't believe. A lot of times yeah. you go and learn from some guy, some bum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Yeah. He's doing it. Uh, so, yep. Uh, it Jim Jackson Broadcasting. You're better than that. <laughs> know that. All right. Um, so we have a little bit of time to play with. I do know that uh, Christina Hutchinson is going to be joining us in a little while. It's going to be a Helium Comedy Club this weekend. I think is there an album recording attached to that? By the way, is she recording? Oh, an I album? don't know. I, I think know. she might be. 
Oh. All right, we'll find out. Ask her. She's in the Acme Lounge, so we'll uh, we'll ask her in a little bit. But you know what? We're headed in the weekend, and I know everybody hates it, but we got to do the connoisseur. Oh, oh, God. There you go. By far our most loathed segment. Um, no segment drives listeners away quite no. like the connoisseur. But so what we'll do during the segment is I'll, I'll have some more food games to play. Oh. So, in other words, you're, it's the promise of pudding after the Brussels sprouts come out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bribe you. Uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have your chance to win some stuff during this segment. All, All right. right. Uh, but I saw this story, this food-related story, uh, that Americans aren't the only one feeling the squeeze at the grocery store. Government officials in Italy have decided to take action regarding rising pasta prices. In Italy? Yes. Well, the that cost weird. of spaghetti is up 17.5% this year. Just go out into the woods of Jersey. You'll find a whole bunch of it. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's at least 500 pounds by a creek. Uh, so this is compared to last spring, despite a decrease in the price of wheat. Uh, wheat. The, the Rapid Price Alert Commission will meet. Actually, they met this week at some point uh, to discuss a course of action. Wow. Do something. Do you have a uh, particular brand of spaghetti that you go for? No, I okay. will grab anything. No. I, I don't really. I'm surprised. Yeah, I've I haven't. Well, I haven't done a side by side comparison, and I really don't eat pasta at home okay. that often. To you wear. have a, a cultivated palate when it comes to cooking, so I thought that you would have like a brand that... Uh, mm. I'm a San Giorgio man myself. Okay, mm. all right. That I, comes in the box, right? I'm a Ving Rhames guy. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, I'm whatever's in the cupboard. I don't buy it. Uh, okay. Somebody else You're buys it. You're a spaghetti whore. Yeah. Yeah. But I did see like uh, that today's uh, years old uh, thing on Twitter. Oh, one of those uh, things oh, you the, don't realize? Yeah. By the way, your today's years old thing at the gas pump, I tried it yesterday, did not work. Didn't work, huh? It did not work. Okay, okay. maybe you should go to my uh, gas station. Did it work for you? I didn't try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to make sure that you yeah, I know that he's say? right. What did you say? It, was, uh, it had to do with spaghetti. And uh, if you buy spaghetti that comes in a bag, yep. okay, so apparently the bag is hard to open. Yes. But if you just take the, the spaghetti in your hand, in your fist, and you bang it down on the on the counter, it pops out. Okay. And it, it so doesn't break when or whatever. it comes in a bag, bang your fist on it. Yes. Right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Anything we but if it comes in a that. box... Don't bang your I, I, I don't put a lot of stock in many of these things now. I don't. Especially a, a good friend of mine just told me that the gas station thing didn't work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> One time I got hit over the head with a bag of pasta and it flew all over the kitchen and then oh, my man. mom yelled, my mom said I was being a bitch so and then she made me clean it up. Was this last week? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was probably in high school. There you know what? Do you have you ever any of you, I'm not going to, I'm looking at Kathy, I can't what? believe it. Tell me. Ever made pasta? Sure. We, used to, we used to have a pasta maker and we made okay. this pasta. Can I tell you that more often than not, when it's made freshly, I don't like it. Yeah, oh, I, I prefer I, the other way as well. I oh, do, what? yeah. Um, but, I mean, it depends on what kind of pasta. Like, like if you make fresh uh, ravioli and stuff like that, I think right. it's really good. But just a standard spaghetti linguine, uh, I'd rather do the um, uh, the dry. Well, good. You validate because you have, a, as, as Nick said, a, a more cultivated palate. And I think, am I just being I an idiot? Greatest pasta dish I ever had was in Boston, and it was fresh-made pasta. It was so good. Uh, but I came back, and I was, like, raving about it, and I was talking to Marissa about it. And I'm like, where can I go? Like, there's got to be a place where, because I didn't buy it when I was there. I'm like, I should have left with it. And she's like, you know, she's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll look around for you. She's like, but, you know, it's really not that hard to make. You you could do it. Yeah. I was like, I looked at her. I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? Yeah. Like, Snap that is out. not an option. Find the place where I can go buy it, please. <laughs> it's easy. I mean, it's just essentially it's uh, it's flour and I eggs. This that's what she said. Incredible <laughs> restaurant. It's Olive Garden or something. <laughs> something. 
Hey, Olive Garden ain't that bad. I will contend. I mean, it's not traditional, you no. know, uh, you know, mama make fresh right, not Italian, <laughs> but uh, we, well, on occasion, if we're, if we're, you know, if we are swinging by and there's one there, we'll go eat. I always leave satisfied. My, it's like I'm family. While it's, I'm there. Like, yeah. it's like you're in Sicily. Yeah. Didn't no. they change that slogan? <laughs> yeah, it's so. get out. <laughs> I don't think it's get, get out. Stop eating the at? breadsticks, you pig. No, the um, do like their salad. Their their lasagna is excellent. Uh, I mean, it's it, not even in my. It's not I, probably not my top three. Like Carabas, I think is up there. I uh, do like Carabas. Maggiano's is up there. I do like Maggiano's macaroni grill? Mm, you know what? I haven't been to a macaroni grill. Well, you need so to maybe on. of the uh, all the chains, maybe Olive Garden would hmm. be the third. Right. Okay, I like it. One suggestion that they say on how to save money on pasta is to turn off the stove while cooking pasta after the water has come to a boil. Why? I guess for, I for the, your your gas bill or, or your Or maybe bill. it overcooks it or yeah, if no. you want it al dente or... Uh, however, Chef uh, Luigi uh, Pomata uh, called this tip a disaster. So it's a friggin' disaster. <laughs> maybe you don't do that. No. All right. Mama make fresh. <laughs> Uh, but apparently, the, yeah, the pasta prices are going up, even in Italy. Blows my so mind. Italy. All right, so we're going to jump over to fast food for a moment. In a whopper of bad news for Burger King hey, lovers. Hey, my man. Uh, the, the fast food burger chain announced that up to 400 of its locations are going to be closed by the end of the year. So a number of uh, franchises are taking hits like this because of rising Food cost, like you just said, you can't, you know, they can't find pasta in Italy for crying out loud. So, um, were you ever a Burger King dude? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. I don't go seek them out. Um, but if they happen to be convenient, I I don't shy away. And as we've said before, the Whopper Junior, Whopper Junior rocks is better than the regular Whopper because the 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 regular size Whopper. It's it's a little bit it gets a little messy. It's offensive, especially if you're trying to eat in a car. Yeah. Whopper Junior's better size. You get all the taste and less and mess. You still get the paper crown. Yeah, uh, that too. Yeah, it's yeah. offensive. <laughs> the it's, like the yeah, it's, offensive. it's the easy way to explain out of something you can't quite make a case for. When I'm was, offended by it. <laughs> when I was when I was a kid, uh, Burger King was the only fast food place that I could walk to. There was one on Thirty Route Thirty in Paoli, and so Steve, like that, would be the one that we would yeah. hit a lot. Even though I ended up working at McDonald's. Um, but because my friends and I could walk to Burger King, that would be the one. That was our default. I will tell you that series, and I always get the title wrong, but the the, the, the men who fed us or the people who fed us, right, that, yeah. that History Channel special mm-hmm. uh, about the creation of um, Burger King and the the um, gr- you know their their way of grilling the burger. Yeah, um, all that stuff. Honestly, in the initial stages. McDonald's was trying to keep up with what they were doing. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I always, I, I actually initially was a, a bigger Burger King fan. I, but I, they, they just, they've never been able to land the fries. Yeah, no, I've, um, uh, I, I probably go to McDonald's more than any of the places, but Burger King is my favorite. There's just not enough of them around. Well, now there's for, 400 less. For it, to, well, for it to be convenient, but when I... There's something in the story that I didn't, I didn't notice before. The CEO said that uh, the company's focus will now be... Working on building smaller franchisees. They said, though, that hundreds of Burger King locations are closed every year. I didn't know that. Yeah. So maybe there are ones that are opening up that we don't know about. They opened them up and then quickly closed them. Mm. Uh, we So Burger King was... <laughs> we... Uh, Burger King was a... Uh, it was like a Friday night treat for us. We would... That, that was like... You know, yeah, same. And so if we were if we were good all week, we would okay. go to Burger King. So I have a uh, is a 
horrible thing that happened when I was a kid. We had a car- we had kerosene heaters, okay, and uh, yeah, you're gonna get the proper uh, thank you. I, I need this for this. All right, there were okay. kerosene. I'm just getting ready. You you continue. Right. There were kerosene heaters. So we had kerosene heaters in the house. We had one in the front oh. of the house and one that was sitting in the middle of our kitchen. And in our garage, we had a giant barrel of kerosene, and we would. Uh, we would have to go out to the garage, which was completely pitch black, pitch dark, and uh, we would have to fill these five-gallon uh, things from that giant barrel right. of kerosene. So my mom sent me and my older brother out there. It's a nuclear explosion waiting to happen. It, it, well, it was. So I'm holding the can, and my brother's pumping the kerosene into this five-gallon can, and I, I don't know what happened. I just maybe got distracted or I maybe got too heavy, but I moved the can ever so slightly, and kerosene just started splashing all over my face and into Whoa. my eyes. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah. Did, did you sue Burger King? <laughs> this is where I'm going with this. Okay. Because this is a very traumatic experience. So I got kerosene in my eyes. Okay. Um, and then I got punished for it. And, like, I had done something wrong. You were I, injured. I was injured. I had kerosene all over my eyes. Did you sue your parents? And because of that... My mom said that we couldn't go to Burger King that night, what? and I was devastated. I don't care how long it takes, but I will kill you. I was like, wow. no, I'm like, I don't get this. I'm like, I'm injured. Yeah. Like, I wasn't clowning around. It's not like I was juggling things. You the know? only reason I went to church for so many years <laughs> as a kid was we would have McDonald's after every time. Yeah. I thought that I, was served at the Last Supper. I sobbed. Not a, and like I, at this point, I was done. Like with the I, the, the kerosene burns all over my face. I was sobbing blind? because I had robbed my entire family of being able to go to Burger King. And I but sat upstairs and I cried and cried. Did they spank cried. you too or anything? Did no, 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 no. No, it wasn't spanking. They had a they call those uh, cat of uh, nine tails. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I didn't get hit. You were but, flogged. But I I think eventually my mom. <laughs> felt bad and we ended up we did go to Burger King. I, there we go. Wait a second. This story King. had absolutely no impact yeah, yeah, then because no, you got it. No, we did. So that is the It's like it turns out the elephant man loved being that way. But it wasn't for a couple of hours. I mean uh, I sat there and, and cried and was punished for a couple of hours and then finally my mom was like, I guess you felt bad. I don't know. It's the typical mom response. I uh-huh. just did it. You he there were these new shoes that were coming out that he wanted and oh. I, I had told him, Okay, you know, he did great in school this year. I'll I'll get get you the shoes well he was he was so rude to me and i just i yelled and i was like that's it i go you, you think you can act like that to me and then me buy you these shoes no shoes we're not getting them and then what happened i waited a day and then i got them <laughs> from touchstone pictures she has a spine of peanut butter <laughs> you are not games. No video games today. Touchstone presents the worst parent in the world. <laughs> you said sorry. Go ahead. You can play video but games. But honest to God, why are you sending an eight-year-old child out to the garage to fill a five-gallon jug with uh, with kerosene? Well, I think Burger King gives... <laughs> we need some answers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is Connoisseur, right? <laughs> it is the Connoisseur. And we're going to play a game now. Oh, we totally yeah, yeah, yeah. veered right over to child rearing. Yes. We're going we're gonna to play a game now. And we're going to give a $25 Acme Markets Ooh. gift card in honor of uh, Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, which is on Monday. And this is your payment for listening to a bit we know you hate. For suffering through yeah. the connoisseur. So I need you to tell me what movie this is from. Okay, what movie is this from? Sushi. Sushi? <laughs> Rice, uh, raw fish, and 
Sue All right, 215-263-WMMR. It's a food-related movie clip. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you know what movie that is from. Okay, wait a minute. (laughs) What are we doing? If you don't want to go to this, we don't have to go to it. No, I'll go to this call. I'm going to say it. It was at a restaurant, so I guess in (laughs) some way, shape, or form, that's the connoisseur. I'm going to go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Good morning at Preston. Good morning. And wait, what is my answer to that? Oh, oh, God, oh, man. Um, um, I'm good ready. morning to see you. Good morning to see you. Yes, thank you, Good morning to see you. All right. See you. All right. Good morning to see you. All right. Katie, what do you want to tell us? Well done. So, um, all right. So you guys have to keep digging because it's not fake news. Um, my sister has friends that are on the police force that confirmed that Taylor was that autograph. That Taylor but, uh, Swift was. They're in not o- willing. They're not willing to call in. So. All right. <laughs> so we were initially told that we did get word that she was there. Then we had word from someone who's very highly placed in the organization who said that's not true. You're here to say it is true. That's what that's what my sources are saying. One of the sources actually works there, but is still in bed because he's a young boy and doesn't have to go to school until later. All right. So we, and we can't get him to get out of bed. Another source says that she's not willing to call in because she respects Taylor's privacy and isn't willing to call in. Her daughter was there, saw right. her. So I don't know. I think I think maybe you got to keep digging, and I'm working on it on my end. All right, did work on it on your end, and and let us know what you hear. With your ear to the ground. We need a celebrity forensics department. Oh, we do. Exactly. All right. right. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate it. By the way, Philly Chit Chat is reporting uh, the rumor about Taylor Swift eating at autographs and Wayne uh, is just a rumor. And you can go home now, Swifties, and rest up for the Philly concert, they said in a tweet. <laughs> okay. So I, it, it's it's the mystery. This is going to evolve into Paul McCartney's dead and he was replaced by a lookalike. Yeah. That yeah, level exactly. of... All right, I'm going to see if somebody knows what uh, movie this clip is from. What's that? Sushi. Sushi? (laughs) Rice, uh, raw fish, and seaweed. Okay, let's see if Craig knows. Craig, how you doing, buddy? What's up, fellas? Sorry to bother you at work. Nah, it's all good, man. Tell us what movie that is from. It is The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club is exactly correct. And it's Emilio Estevez's birthday today. Uh, so, Craig, hang on the line. We're going to give you a $25 Acme Markets gift card. Acme's Bakery has uh, baked chocolate chip cookies for the Acme Lounge for National Chocolate Chip Day. Excellent. Which is coming up on Monday. I'll do another one in a moment here, okay? Uh, but in the meantime, I have another story or two to share with you. All right. So, who here goes to Costco? I do. You do? I'm a... A BJ's? I think a BJ's guy. Okay. Anybody else go to Costco? I, I used, no, I used to be BJ's, um, but I never went to Costco. Costco has a decent little cafe. It's yeah, well like, known for like it. The food is inexpensive, and you get a lot of it, and it actually tastes pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the reasons I like going to Costco. Right. I, but I don't want to misrepresent myself. Not that it really matters, but we don't have a membership to Costco, but my friend Helen does, so we'll go with her. <laughs> okay. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> this just <laughs> is Jesus. startling revelation for the press of Steve this morning involving Costco. Casey, sir, blatantly admitting that he goes but does not have a membership. Any word from Helen? Jimmy Glushevsky outside of Casey's house. All right. Well, anyhow, at the beginning of the pandemic, raw chopped onions were removed as a Costco hot dog topping. 
and I always liked it. Uh, and it's an interesting little <laughs> mechanism that they use to to get the onions out. Have you ever seen this? I have no. not. So I, as I it's, said before, I'm a, I'm a I'm a BJ's guy. It's actually a dial that you turn. Oh, and as you turn it, something uh, pushes the onions out of the little <laughs> dispenser. Do me a favor. Is this Connor, like a Sibian? See if, it's not a Sibian. Are you sure? It well, sounds like I've never sat on it. It's, so an, never... it's an onion. It's an onion Sibian. Uh, uh, Connor, see if you can find. I want you guys to see the contraption that they use for onions at Costco. Okay, but okay, we're looking at it right now. Uh, it is. Yeah. So you turn this little crank, uh, and yeah, and they come out that oh, way. I like it. That. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a neat little contraption. So anyhow, uh, the uh, 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 some have spotted hints that diced onions might be making a return at Costco. According to a sign spotted in a Pacific Northwest location, they'll be portioned out in cups. Yeah. Cups? Yeah, <laughs> cups. Yeah, a cup. And available upon request. By the way, Preston, a lot of people are checking and saying that uh, minced onions had dinner last night at Autograph. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. Check with who you be doing, Blair. <laughs> Check with who? What? 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 <laughs> Nell fully understood right what you now? were saying. Oh, my God. Uh, you have to get that audio. Oh, man. Uh, Holy crap. I'm sweating. Wow. I, uh... Okay. Yeah, but like, hey, uh, I've always relied on the charity of the stream. Oh, my goodness. Check what you were oh doing. Oh, my God. By the way, the $1.50 hot dog and drink combo, which is great because the hot dog's really big. It's such a deal. Uh, is currently available with four toppings: ketchup, yellow mustard, deli mustard, and pickle relish. But the apparently the onions. Let me ask you: might be making a comeback. Uh, do they still have? Uh, I know they cut back on it during uh, the pandemic, but mm-hmm. um, Costco is known to have a lot more of the food sample stations. Uh, yeah, they're back. Oh, they're back. Yeah, okay. fully back. Hey, by the way, can I can I mention something? Yet another uh, leftover from the uh, p- pandemic world that I kind of approve of is if you go into a restaurant. And in booths, they put up the plexiglass separators between mm-hmm. other booths. Uh, there are some places that still have them up. I like it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a sound buffer uh, from the, the people behind you, you know, that might be having a conversation in the booth uh, just over. You don't buy out the place like Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we were, we were at a restaurant uh, in Cape May, Casey. Um, Plexis. No, you were at Lucky Bones. Yeah, Lucky Bones. Thank you. And they still had the, uh, the they? they still had the partitions up, and you can see through them fine and everything. And I realized I'm like, you know what? I'm all right with this. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Any listen, you have an issue. Yeah. Here. In fact, issue. we've moved into a another area to have our meetings because whenever there's a, a lot of slapback or, or you know the room, you can hear the room uh, uh, echoing everything around. You can't discern yep. what people are saying. I have a hard time hearing. So. Uh, okay, that audio is just... Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Marissa fast. got it quickly. This is what Casey <laughs> tried to say a moment ago. Here we go. Check with who you be doing, Blair. 
I couldn't even say Huey. What did I say? I don't know what you're saying. You said check. All I can hear is check. Check with who you we doing for. Check it with who you doing for. Check it with who you Oh, my God. You tried to bail. You tried to give up. I did. Check it Check with who you we doing for. It's like the reticent auctioneer. Check with who you we doing for. Claire. <laughs> so you had my wife in there. You hear Claire? Maybe. Check with who you be doing, Claire. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it, it, well, there you go. We've All been right. there, man. Uh, let me yeah. pull up another food clip uh, to give something oh, yeah. away. I think people really need to be paid for listening to this. All clip. right. <laughs> uh, this one, we're going to give away, let's see here, um... This is are these movie passes or uh, no, digital? Uh, oh, digital download. copy of Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Preston approved. I thought it was a fun movie. All right, so if you can identify what movie this is from. Oh, I'm not very hungry. Just uh, give me double a polar burger with everything and a cherry soda with chocolate ice cream. All right, two one five two six three. I know. Yeah, it's absolutely. An easy one. Yeah. Two one five two six three. WMMR. If you know what movie that's from. All right, uh, let's move on. Thank you. Uh, let's see. According to the CDC, almost half of the residents of Oklahoma, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Tennessee eat less than one piece of fruit per day. How Uh, much fruit do you eat a day? I eat a lot of fruit a day. Uh, I have at least a, I have a banana on the way to work. I have an apple uh, right before the bazaar file. Uh, and then with my lunch, I have a little kind of fruit uh, salad type of thing. I, and then later, and then lately, it's been like grapes later on the day, or or, or kind of my my snack. I go-to. started so doing I eat a lot that. of fruit. Yeah. I started freezing them. Yeah, oh. they're great. Yeah, yeah. So I don't eat. Um, I don't. I used to eat a lot more fruit. It's it can be high in calories, and so it's also, heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I've heard two pieces of fruit per day is what. We should be aiming I, for. I eat, uh, what I eat a lot of is blueberries. Um, it's great fiber uh, for you as well. Fruit is your uh, bowel movement is really good for you. Yeah. 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 Uh, so states. I mean, it may. I don't know if it's high calorically or not, but it's definitely good in nutrients and what you need. Uh, data surveyed four hundred forty thousand Americans in all states. Uh, states that are less likely to consume fruit also see higher poverty rates. Indicating a connection between lack of fresh fruit and poverty. Well, that's that's the old story about you know where where um, there are a lot of issues with um, um, you know Dr. Mike talks about this all the Processed time. Processed foods, it's, yeah, and, yeah, and, and stuff that's that that'll end up killing you. Sadly, is that's part of a um, a poverty situation as well. Oh, there it, is. Yeah, it says low income families are more likely to eat ultra processed foods. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't <laughs> we just know don't. exactly why that is. Are ultra-processed foods much cheaper? Or more re- easily fresh? Easily gotten. Yeah. And, and yeah, also, it, like, you know, stores. I, yeah, yeah, all, all of that stuff. So all yeah. of the, that stuff that can be packaged and um, held on for a while are going to be cheaper than yeah. fresh fruits and vegetables okay. and things like that. So, you, I, Kathy used to come in with, like, um, half a produce store with your... Yeah, uh, no, yeah. That, Dennis would make that giant fruit salad. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I know. You guys always said that, but... Um, it looked like it, Carmen Miranda's. Head. It actually was just about two pieces of okay. fruit. It, right. it was wow. just um, all cut up. Um, but so I, but I don't know if that two piece thing is is correct or not. We we now do that every week. We make a giant fruit salad and eat it throughout the week. And we we put in uh, pineapple, strawberry, blueberries, blackberries, shrimp. apple. No, no shrimp. Uh, <laughs> apple and I know I'm missing something. Uh, but anyhow, we make a big batch of it, huge container, and we just 
pick at it all week long. I mm. love it. My uh, my fiance is allergic to pineapple, and I feel so bad for her. Yeah. I love pineapple. It's the best. Yeah. It's, wor- it's the sweetest of I, all the fruits. Yeah. I felt like I was held hostage most of my life because the pineapple. I always had canned pineapple, oh, which was like it was like fresh. eating sort of gelatinous insulin, yeah. and then when you get fresh. So good. Yeah. It's like, where have you been? I yeah. even like it on pizza. Um, but uh, Marissa shared this not that long ago, and, I, and I've heard it many times over the years, but the old adage of when you go grocery shopping, stick to the outside of the store because that's where the fresh foods oh, are. I mean, don't even go. No, no, no. Uh, stick to, like, the outside uh, aisles. All the gum like, that's chewed up on the... You, yeah. you have to go in, oh, okay. and then once you're inside, stick to the outside. That's probably a good idea. Uh, but that's where the fresh fruits are, for, you know, all the fresh stuff. So try this sometime, and this is how I... Uh, one little thing that I will add to my fruit salad to give it a little <laughs> pop, if you will... Uh, is you drizzle some honey on it and squeeze some fresh lemon, lemon juice. Oh. It's fantastic. It's a genius move. I How came much up fruit with that is in mint chocolate chip ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that what mint, you Yeah. Chocolate chips are fruit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mint is fruit. All right. Two things. We need to get a winner. We're, we're done with the fruit. Okay. Right. We need to we need to get a winner for our uh, movie mystery food clip here, and it's an easy one. What movie is this for? Oh, I'm not very hungry. Just uh, give me double a polar burger with everything and a uh, cherry soda with chocolate ice cream. Okay? All right. We'll go to Lauren, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Lauren. Lauren, morning. Morning, rocking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> yes. And so the movie is? Great, baby. But yeah. Yeah. Hang on just a second, Lauren. Yeah. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Yeah. And we'll give you a digital copy of Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Uh, and uh, you can buy to read it today on digital. Read PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a guest caller. Oh, yes, yeah. uh, I think a definitive source, if I'm reading correctly. That is correct. I just mentioned uh, Philly Chit Chat. Well, we have Philly Chit Chat. Huey Dillon is yes. on the line, so let's go to him. In fact, Casey, weren't you just saying yeah. his name a second ago? Check with who Huey Dillon. <laughs> is that what you were saying, check with Huey E. Dillon? Yeah. All okay. right, now I can understand it. <laughs> All right, Huey, you there? I am. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. All right, so you had, uh, you had uh, posted that uh, all of this... Taylor Swift uh, at Autograph is hogwash, to use a really antiquated term. <laughs> That's right. She wasn't there, but the rumor did get out. Someone wrote me, and then I contacted the restaurant, and, you know, at first they did hear maybe her mother was upstairs eating salad, and uh, <laughs> that wasn't the case. And then one of my commenters said, oh, yeah, that was my son. He heard the rumor that she was there. We looked all over. She wasn't there. But he continued to text his friends to say maybe she was there. So maybe that's how it blew up like that. And I know, I mean, I don't know how long they think that Taylor eats, but those girls were out there for four hours. Oh, my God. Well, let me ask you. So this is the the, the world you operate in with the celebrity sightings and things like that. You you, you know, you get the, um, the scoop from me, the scoop, as they say. Uh, how often is it that they will deny a story when it was in fact the case? Do you, mm. Does this have any of the signs that that might have been what went down last night? No, she was definitely not there. They All would right. have told me uh, for sure. Um, but, you know, mostly restaurants will deny. But the last time she was here, she went to Ralph's restaurant and... What happened was all the fans found out because someone in the kitchen tweeted at Taylor and said, we're almost done with your dinner, another 10 minutes. They didn't, like, go up and tell her. They tweeted it. Uh, and then they <sighs> monitoring the site, and they all showed up because I was already there waiting for her to leave. Wow. Yeah, so that makes it, you know what, though? You watch this, though. That, I mean, we have never seen, and we were talking about this, <laughs> uh, that we've never seen anything, any concert, any act ever come to this area that had this much 
peripheral activity. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, half the fun of my weekend is going to be covering the Swifties <laughs> and, you know, picking their brain and figuring out how they figure out these things. Right. Huey, this is, Nick, two things real quick. Um, first of all, it's great free publicity for Autograph and whether or not she was there. But if you're a restaurant like that, would you want her to be there or would you not want her to be there? Is, is there a, an upside or a downside? Yeah, you definitely want her there. I mean, it's great publicity. Plus, who wouldn't want to meet Taylor Swift? Yeah, true. Yeah. All right. All right. Good or point. Stay left. Yeah, well, you, you're going to be a busy man this uh, this weekend, but uh, you, you, you cover all the stuff so well. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, Have Huey. We'll talk to you. Have a good All weekend. Right. There you go. There's, uh, wait, here's his name. Check out who you we doing, Thank you, Huey. All right. Um, let's jump right. I want to play one more clip. I have a, I have a, I have a third oh. movie clip to play. Mystery food movie clip. And let's see if you know what movie this is from. And we'll give away uh, Evil Dead Rise on digital, okay? So here's the clip. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. All right, 215-263-WMMR. I love that clip. All right, one last story while we're waiting for the calls to come in. Uh, Throughout May, you can head to Hooters on the weekends and kids eat free. All right. Kids under 12. It is, you know, as they uh, advertise... A family restaurant uh, can order from the kids' menu for free with the purchase of one adult entree. Okay, uh, let's see how that works. Yeah, mom, <laughs> I've never taken. <laughs> can we my go kids to Hooters? To Hooters before? Uh, I always thought the wings were not great there. I was only there a couple times in my life, but somebody told me that they changed them. Oh, Does anybody really? know if that's the case? I don't know. I do not know. I know they offer daycare at Fun Bags. Because <laughs> I, uh, I was the same way, Kath. I, n- uh-huh. I never got with the big deal yeah. why, why their wings were, everybody loved them so much. I, I think I they're pretty good. I thought they were okay Yeah, they're so greasy. Agreed. Yeah. I prefer, when I'm getting uh, wings, I don't like the really kind of breaded Yeah. Wings. So that was the conversation, yeah. and someone said that it's not like them, okay. at I've least always, the one that he goes to. Kathy, I've always been sort of thumbs up on their wings. Maybe I've been eating the new and improved ones. <laughs> yeah. Listen, people love them. I mean, yeah. you're not alone in, in that. I just never really, they weren't for me. I've never stepped into a Hooters. The only wings I've ever gotten were either takeout or here. Right. Uh, the offer is valid Saturdays and Sundays at participating I locations. I could pass as a kid. Nationwide. I think you could. Yeah. Uh, so if you're a Hooters fan... Uh, and you got kids <laughs> head into the weekends and they eat free. Kids are there any, under 12. Uh, any other uh, quote unquote restaurants that are still popular? Like I know Kilt that Kilt was for a stretch, and, but uh, I don't one know. Bag, Steve, one, one bag, Steve. One bag. Right. In, uh, yeah. What was that Jersey. one where they came in and you were dancing with them, Case? Oh, well, that's the Buckle Bunnies over at um, uh, Xfinity Live. Oh, Xfinity uh, Live. Is there a place bar. called Yabos or should be? <laughs> I think, believe it or not, there was a, that mad rush when Hooters first took off. There was a whole bunch of similar. There, were, there was in St. Louis, uh, we had a place called Show Me's. Right. And it was the, it was the, the knockoff. The Hooters. one that did not do well was a place called Clinical Vaginas. Okay. Right. Which was much more <laughs> medical. Clinical. Yeah. And it was, Vaginas. it was not, yeah. There's you know a coffee that. shop in Seattle, a chain of them, and yeah, uh, excretory system. No, 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 no. It's it's what this is, Steve. It's it's hot girls working in a coffee shop, and I, I forget the name of it. But um, what's the place in Seattle, Nick? That that um, that's what I just said. No, they, they, it's the drive-through. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's an actual drive-through window. They you don't come in wearing bikinis. Yeah, yeah. Is that um, exactly what you were talking about? Yes. All right, all right. So here are some other places that are similar. The Twin Peaks. 
uh, the Tilted Kilt, which we mentioned. Right. Uh, Redneck Heaven. <laughs> Boy, can't wait to go there. Uh, Heart Attack Grill. That's in Vegas, I, I think. Is that is that a... Uh... Uh, that's, uh, yeah, Marissa, give me the thumbs up. Yeah. Th- um, show me sports bar okay, and grill. That's go. what I was telling you guys about. Uh, let's see. Bone daddies, bombshells, and the winner, tallywhack. So is tallywhackers, it's gotta be men, right? I would think so. Right. You would think that would make sense, right? right? Not really sure. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Uh, so yeah, that's the Hooters news. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the, uh, movie food trivia question. What movie is this from? Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. Right, Thanks to Hawaiians. And now you. All right. Now we go to Evan. See if we can get the answer. Yo, Evan, good morning. Hey, sorry to bug you at work. <laughs> now nah, we need to know the answer. What movie is that from, brother? Inside Out, the great Louis Black. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Plays anger in the movie. And we, sir, are going to give you a copy of Evil Dead Rise on digital and Evil Evolves in Evil Dead Rise, a tale of two estranged sisters and a primal battle for survival. Love it. You can own it now on digital. So there you go. All right. We're wrapping up the Connoisseur segment at outro music, please. And you know, I didn't get, we didn't get the announcer. Uh, oh, yeah. It's okay. Connoisseur announcer. Uh, I just think because of the, uh, I, people despise the bit so much, I'm trying to change it. I love that guy, though. <laughs> well, I'm back. All right. Thank you. All right, so uh, here's what I'd like to do as we take a break, which we're going to, and we'll come back in a moment and get uh, Christina Hutchinson here in our studio. I would like to give away the official Keenan's Cut the Line Pass and Table for you and three of your friends. All right, so we'll take the 27th caller. The random goes at number 215-263-WMMR, and you will get to get in. Ahead of everybody else, and you and three guests will enjoy your own private booth, and we'll give you a bucket of Coors Light for your table and a case of Coors Light for your beach house afterwards. That's awesome. May 26th, two weeks from today. That's when that happens. 215-263-WMMR. It is from Coors Light, made to chill at the Jersey Shore. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back in just a second, so stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Yes, we did have confirmation that our next guest is recording this weekend Mm. at uh, Helium Comedy Club. And uh, we are happy to welcome her back to the Delaware Valley. She's a Doylestown native. Mm -hmm. Please give some love, Christina Hutchinson. 
is here. Thank you. Thank nice you very to see much. You. And Kevin. Kevin McAllister Hutchinson is also here. <laughs> this is his best her, name ever. Thank puppy you. dog. Yeah, I love dogs with people names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have hilarious. We had uh, we had a former uh, video worker whose cat was named, and and I like titles of, of for for people too. His name is Mister Sir Sean Connery. Wow, <laughs> that's the full name. Regal. Yeah, totally. Wow. I love that. I wanted it. We have we had had a fish one time. We got a beta fish. I wanted to name him Chief Brody. Chief Brody the, for the Jaws. Kids, the kids wouldn't go for it. Oh, I, as a kid, I remember, uh, Christine, I, was, uh, I, I desperately wanted to name a prop, give a proper name to a pet. And it was all predicated at, at, on the notion that at some point I could come out and say something like, Linda crapped in my shoe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got it. It, it. Eventually, she crapped on a shirt, a cat, and I was able to say that. Linda, yeah. Yeah. quit licking your butt in front of company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so cat, fun. We had a cat named Mr. My brothers Aww. wanted to, like, yell, you know, Mr. Hey, Mr. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah, that's when I named him, I was like, what do I want to yell? Yeah. What yeah. name do I want to hey, yell Mr. that'll make me fun? It's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Abs- and, and, but it was just such a great disposition, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and... Uh, Travels well, obviously. Travels would... so well. I got he's a pandemic pandemic puppy. So for the first year, it was just him and I in an apartment. So we were we're very codependent. But he's very uh, his his docile. temperament is very docile. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a, he's a wiener dog. Yeah, he's a miniature he's, wiener. He's a dachshund, which those sometimes they can be oh. a tad bit hyper. coked up. Oh, I remember oh, yeah. we had one in our neighborhood that, and I was a little kid. I mean, like pre-K. That dog terrified me. <laughs> they have a lot of energy. Uh, coked up is the perfect way to put it. Uh, yes. But he, so Kevin plays soccer oh. with a full-size soccer ball. Shut up. On a large soccer field, and he drills the ball up and down the field. I it's gotta see crazy. That. Do you have yeah. footage? Oh yeah, I have video. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's wild. I've never seen anything like it. The That's thing is, great. Uh, and kudos to you too, because a lot of a lot of dogs were adopted, and and a lot of pets were adopted during the pandemic only to be abandoned and turned oh, back to shelters. I'm like, hey, I could never. No, that's a family member. Oh my God. I like him more than <laughs> a lot of my family members. <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, I, I, doing, people we're so suck. excited you're here. People, people just, do suck. People <laughs> suck. We all know that. And I'm a people. Yeah. I know that. Um, so I'm doing uh, research on you. Know, it was, you're, you're coming in today and, and uh, I saw a special. It was called um, Red Flags. It was a video. Oh, that was the the song I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, b- you have a great voice. Thank I was you. blown away by this. Thank you. So doing the, the and then I, I come to learn as I'm doing uh, you know, further investigation. Um, you you learned a couple of different instruments. You wanted to learn drums. Preston is a drummer. That didn't work out for you though. Did I it? am taking drum lessons. Oh, are I am you? addicted. Really? Oh, I have a lot of rage in me. That's why I drive a Ford Mustang. <laughs> I don't want to smoke everybody at the lights. But uh, I had an inkling that because piano is technically a percussion instrument, so mm. I had an inkling that drums. I would just get a lot out on drums, and I, I ran out of practice space, and I just go for hours. It's so fun. You so can't, cool. there's no other instrument that makes you really break a sweat like drums do. I mean, you can really get physical with it. If you need to get some uh, aggressions out, it's a great it's instrument. like a boxing ring. Yeah, totally. But you make music out of it. Yep. So, so what? How, how good are you at this point? Are you... Um... Well, I have a rhythm sheet. He gave me The guy gave me a rhythm sheet to do, and you're supposed to get through like all 20 rhythms and do each measure four times, and I'm almost at like rhythm 15. Okay. So, And I've only been doing it for a couple months. How's your um, paradiddle game? My paradiddles aren't there yet, oh, but okay. they're going to get there. I've been watching a lot of Dave Grohl video, uh, videos, and the guy from Rush, the drummer oh, from Dave, Rush. Yeah. Neil, he's my oh, idol. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reading his book. 
Which one? His story about about um, him going off on the motorcycle after his family. Yeah, it's called Ghost Rider. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's Ghost a great Rider. book. I've read it a couple times. Oh so so Preston's already yeah. married, but I think he's going to propose again right now. Because, <laughs> yes, Steve. honestly. He always goes off about this this book and how uh, uh, emotional and wonderful oh, this yeah. book was. It's kind of like a like a, um, um, a Jack Kerouac kind of thing, correct? I heard, yeah. Well, so I was we were watching my boyfriend put on a video of of him drumming with this like three sixty drum set, and it was incredible. And then he goes, "Have you ever heard of this guy's life story?" I'm like, "No." And he just gives me a summary, and I'm bawling. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and you look at how talented he is, and how much darkness he had to face, and you're like, humans are so resilient. It's yeah. incredible. Mm. So I'm 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 you know. Only a couple chapters into his book, but beautiful writer. Excellent. My yeah, God. Glad you're enjoying that. Yeah. Nice. Is, is that something so, I mean, and you you make the point in the video that it's it's the classic thing that uh, comedians want to be rock stars, rock stars want to be comedians, oh, yeah. and, and you're afraid of uh, stepping out onto that, hey, look at, oh, yeah, right, musician uh, sort of thing. Stay in your lane, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think we, yeah, we can all connect with something like that. I don't know. I don't, I'm, is this my place to be doing this? Right. Is it something you think you will continue to follow up on? For sure. Yeah. For sure. I get way too much angst out uh, while playing. That, hey, but like, you're singing, is... too. Your voice is really oh, good. Oh, yeah. I sing and play piano like, pretty much every day in my in my home. Yeah. yeah I, I need a musical outlet, that, but I need one that's it's kind of like just for me, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need to do art that I don't show people so mm. that I know I'm not that BSing own, myself. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's that's wise. It. That's a good point. So I, you know, I, I don't, uh, I've, I've damaged my hearing. Oh, the drums will do that to you. You have to be careful. Uh, uh, so I don't play really live with any bands or anything like that, but I play every day and it's just for me it's just something yeah. I'm working on there's an ability I want to achieve yep. and I want to continue to improve and I just do it for me and it's very therapeutic yes very and therapeutic. the creative flow yeah. is like it's blissful yeah, I, I, you know it's interesting uh, because, and it does happen. And we've noticed this, like with Steve Martin, is a banjo player and really good at it. There is a connection, I think, between um, the mindset of a musician and a comedian. Yeah, one of the reasons why I wanted to learn do drums, other than the rage, uh, was because I had an inkling that it would make my rhythm on stage better. Ah. Because keeping time, the drummer has to keep time the whole time. When yeah. I was learning, I'm like, you got to do this the whole time? <laughs> yeah. 70 BPM the whole, because I speed up. Yeah, yeah, And to play with a metronome, you're like, wow, I'm not in time at all. So I, I had an inkling that that would like kind of help my internal rhythm. Uh-huh. And so far, I, I feel like it does, but... Yeah, who knows? Comedians have their own uh, their own tempo. Yeah, that they keep, and uh, you know, you know it when you when you v- d- see different uh, ones on stage. So that's important to you know how people perceive you. So yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. Thank you. Good so, you. Before we we came on, we found out you're basically a blood relative of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's my cousin. Did you have dinner with her um, last she night? stays at my home. She just FaceTimed me. I said, I gotta go on presidency. I gotta go. Get off me. Come right. on, you're really annoying. But there's a circuitous uh, thing. Somebody you know. Yeah, yeah so my, my uh, boyfriend that I dated for seven years, um, he lived, uh, he grew up outside of uh, Lancaster and um, his dad sold speakers and I remember when we first started dating, he's like, yeah, my dad sold speakers to Taylor Swift's dad uh, and Taylor came in. She was like a little, she was like 12 or something and he was saying, yeah, I'm going to move to Nashville because my daughter's a country singer and I'm like, wow, it worked out for her. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She don't got tickets left for her shows. (laughs) Good for you, Taylor. (laughs) Three nights sold out at the link. It's insane. That's great. And and what we didn't know and we've been talking about the past couple days uh, is that there are all these peripheral things that happen when Taylor Swift gets to town. There are are like... uh, 
Uh, Kathy, what was the event last night? It was a clothing party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, people came out. I did an event with a, a girl that owns a, a store out in Downingtown, and people came out and picked out their outfit to wear to the show. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, there was tons <laughs> of little kids. She had, like, a pink carpet out. They had, you know, some hair lady that was there putting these little sparkly things wow. in their hair. There's yeah, an event great. at the at the TLA. Like, there's a pregame big, party. Yeah. And wow. it's like, what the hell? I'm a big Beyonce fan. So right. I have a Beyonce tattoo. I have a Beyonce tattoo and a Wawa tattoo. Those are two <laughs> oh, tattoos. What? Seriously? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Wawa. Ser- we, wow. You and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, Johnny has Johnny a Wawa tattoo. Johnny Knoxville has a Wawa tattoo. Yeah. 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 That's great. our old intern, Beth, didn't she get that a had the, She had the cat. The Preston she, reference uh, at the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, the Wawa I remember when I got one, Big J Okerson was like, how did you get a Wawa tattoo before me? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't feel right. Yeah. Are you, Wait, so, are you a, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to ask about Beyonce because we were comparing Beyonce and Taylor Swift Oof. yesterday. Yeah, that's a hard comparison is, for me. B- but is Beyonce, is it as big as this whole Taylor Swift Oh, life? my God. So Beyonce concert is the best day of your year. Um, <laughs> everybody is in the best mood. You, it's it's very, really, I saw her at Lincoln Financial Field last time I because I wanted to come to Philly to see her. Um, it's wild to be in a stadium amount of uh, people, like around that amount of people, and everyone's in a good mood. That's not, you don't get that in New York. You don't get that in Philly. You're like, is that even possible? And it is. They're few and far between where you have events like, you know, those sort of massive communal events where yeah. it is just a feel-good thing. Uh, and that's why we were stunned because with this Taylor Swift thing, we, I've in all the years of waiting in line and getting outside the concert venue, I've never seen anything this elaborate. I yeah. mean, like ripples out from this event itself that's permeating all the rest of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. 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 Swifties and Beehive, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're real. All right. So, but I have a Beyonce question for you because oh, I've yeah. seen her twice and I really enjoyed the performance uh, the first time. The second Uh-oh. time, it was the exact... She's got a dog. Don't no, 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 no. no. I'm not, this is not an insult. It just was... Um, I was blown away by how... It, it was the exact same performance. And it was just a few months later, and... Oh, was it the same tour? It was the same tour, oh, but there was, there was zero variation. And yeah. all, of, all the choreography and everything was the same. Yes, correct. And that's, I was a little disappointed in is that. Is that not what everybody else Well, I, you know what? I think that they're used to, like, rock shows where a nipple yeah. goes see Pearl oh, Jam do, like, two nights re- in oh. a row, and Pearl it's, Jam. it's different. I was just... Googling Eddie Vedder in the 90s and whew. Oh, in a good way. Oh, in a great way. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were in a great way. No, 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 no. The sexiest person on yeah. earth is Eddie Vedder in the 90s. Wow. Oh, my God. Dude, you are so talking our language. <laughs> Yo, that hair, those cheekbones. <laughs> you go, you start looking them up and you're like, I don't want to stop. I think Nick what and I are going to have a fist fight over it. Yeah. <laughs> Before the show's that over. That man is roaring like a lion. Yeah, yeah he's okay. just the best. Who would you rather have sex with, Eddie Vedder or Beyonce? Oh, <laughs> do that to me. Yeah. Uh, well, who, who would be the cuck? Yeah, I mean, I am. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I probably, I'd probably say Eddie Vedder because. I'd be too nervous with Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want her to get a bad impression of me. I'd rather have her have no impression of me. I think that's Way very, very smart. Yeah. yeah. I understand that. Well thought out. Wow. Well, you, so your, your concert going life, were you, were you uh, constantly out of concerts? Were you very selective? Um, 
no, I was out at concerts a bunch. I liked, um, I've seen Radiohead a bunch. I've seen, uh, God, I saw Tool on Mushrooms, eighth row. Wow. <laughs> Tool is serious. No, yeah. What a time. Maynard? Good, good for you. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. That was a, t- was a tough one. But uh, I'm glad I did it. And I saw, um, oh my God, Rage Against the Machine at MSG. Wow. When they their tour had gotten canceled and he broke his leg. And it was one of the most energetic concerts I've ever seen, and he was sitting on a crate the whole time. It's wow. pretty wild. And yeah. I've ne- the, uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine concert is like Beyonce concert for straight men. They're so <laughs> ha- I've never seen so many men so happy. Uh, well, They're it, just crying and hugging each other, and you're like, this is what I want for you. Well, Rush would be the same, right? That's the old... Uh, if, if if Yeah, it's uh, mainly men. It's almost all right. men. Yeah. It's, that's great. Yeah. Men, men get, get into your... Creative crafts. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, what was wow. what was? Do you remember? Did you ever go through the experience of of, of you know sleeping over to be in the line or all that stuff? Were I you did that, that committed for SNL. I did that once. Uh, Stayed in line for tickets, and I got them. Right, right, uh, right. That was really fun. Who was the host? Uh, I forget. I think it might have been. I, I don't remember because I ended up interning at SNL. So oh, okay, I oh, interned I the year that Betty White did the uh, did her episode. Oh wow, oh, man, that's cool. Yeah, there, we, there's a perpetual fascination with uh, with SNL. Yeah, Every, I think anyone who has any like of anything pop culture related would have to say that that is a phenomenon and a juggernaut. And I mean, you're talking decades of history. Was that? your mindset when you got your job or did you develop okay oh yeah i so i sw- i went to penn state initially and i switched colleges so i can intern at snl because i said i wanted to be on snl and right. i said you know what if i intern there then i have an in right uh that's you know and so i was like i gotta transfer school so i moved to new york city and i interviewed for them three times and they rejected me every time because no one quits yeah. when you get an internship at saturday night live you don't you, you keep interning until you're done with college. And so uh, the fourth interview was my last semester of college. She originally called me and said, I'm sorry, there's just no positions, but thank you for coming in. I'm like, okay. And then she called me back 20 minutes later and said, just come in on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Oh, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be the best. Yeah. I was wow. I was like, I'm the first one there, last one to leave. I'll get you coffee, have a smile, great attitude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Christina Hutchinson, who's in our studio. She's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow night at 7.30, 10 p.m. Or the shows, heliumcomedy.com. And get the tickets. When you left for Happy Valley, was that bye-bye to Doylestown? Is that the last time? And yes. you didn't look back? Yeah. Yeah. Did not okay. look back. Oh, boy. I was excited. Kent <laughs> <laughs> State is like Disneyland for 18-year-olds. Yeah. It's the best. Oh, I'm and sure. And I got in there before the Paterno stuff. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was still happening, but like, yeah. no one talked yeah. about Nobody it until it happened. The statue yeah. was still you up. You didn't know. Yeah. You yeah. didn't know. The statue was still yeah. up. Peachy Paterno was still yeah. a flavor. I went to Bucknell, and, uh, which is about 45 minutes east of of State College, and Bucknell was a great school, but it's a small town and no real football program. And so when we wanted to party, we would drive 45 minutes west and go to State College because yeah. it was just... Im- and like The frat houses. Oh, it's, it's insane. Crazy. There's slip and slides in the frat house. <laughs> yeah. like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to yeah. be. I wanted to ask you a quick follow-up question about SNL because uh, Aubrey Plaza interned there as well, and then she ended up hosting. Were you guys yeah. there at the same time? We weren't. I know she was a page. Was she an intern before she was a page? I'm not sure. Uh, which is usually... It's a popular trajectory. Uh, but no, we were not there at the same 
same time. But um, but I did go. I did intern with a lot of people that are like on TV now. I'm like, good cool. for you guys. Look at us. <laughs> Look no, at us go. Yeah, that's cool. Um, have you been back to Doylestown though? I love it there. Yeah, I went back. Um, we walked around uh, Christmas for the Christmas lights. Okay. I love Doylestown. Yeah. Oh, what a quaint yeah. village. That's yep. the word that comes up because it is. It's, it's, it's so a very, quaint. Yeah, beautiful little little setup. You yeah, know? and it's really nice during Christmas too. I think they oh, do yeah. a whole Christmas parade there. Yeah, I think they do. They it's do like, like a, a light deal. show, like a like a, um, an unveiling of the lights the, for the first uh, yeah. day of the year that it's up. Yeah. So you, you're doing the recording of the uh, of a new album. Yes. Right. So uh, and obviously your podcast, uh, podcast, but the, the guys we uh, we have. Yeah. Is the radio friendly <laughs> version? Guys, we hugged. Uh, have you ever taken the the podcast on the road? Yes, we have. We've taken the the podcast on the road several times, and it's really fun. It's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. But we're Corinne and I. Corinne is my co-host. We're so comfortable talking about anything and everything in front of thousands of people, and it's I, I forget it's jarring. To some, uh, well, like it's like you're not used to hearing that vulnerable of a con- or intimate of a conversation. Rather, people who are going are surely know that. You, oh, they you, they love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's like it's interesting. You feel a higher stakes when you're live because right. people are like, "Oh wow, they're really saying, <laughs> really saying this in front of us." Have you always been that that candid? Uh, yeah. Okay, because we we we're, we're wide open on this show. Yeah. I mean, within FCC regulations and the language we can use, but we will open up about our personal lives and go in depth about things uh, that are very intimate. And it took for me, it took a while to learn that. Mm-hmm. I actually learned a lot. Casey will admit anything and everything about his life. He does not care. Is he does not get embarrassed about anything? And I, over the years, I learned from him how it's okay to. Throw yeah, throw your dirty laundry out there. Who the hell cares? Yeah, the majority of people that are listening to, uh, and and we love our listeners. But I mean, you know, I, I don't have a day to day. I don't know. It's just it doesn't matter that I'm throwing what 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 you the opinion you form of me is really not, it's not that big of your business. Impact yeah. my and life, it's, and directly. it's a reflection of the person with the opinion. Yeah. And also, if you think about this, every person's opinion is in, informed by every second of their life from the moment they exit their mother's body until yeah. this time that they give their opinion. So that's a really individual lane. Um, but also, I, people's stories and experiences are some of our greatest resources, and well, we don't know them if they don't share. Yeah, that's what works. So uh, you listen to your podcast and. and and they're they're great and hilarious, but also and that candor, you'll find more commonality and with people like oh my god, we hear it all the time. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, thought I was the only. Yeah. Oh, I no have a similar story. One. Right, and it, it makes it it makes it so much nicer. We had we had this conversation yesterday, which we weren't expecting. There's this uh, app that this uh, widow created for uh, widows and widowers. Who want to have casual hookups? Who don't Ooh. want to get into a relationship? Specific Our phone like lines it. lit up like that. With wow. Mainly women that have lost their husbands, and all they want to do is get laid. Good for They're them. Not interested. <laughs> get that D, ladies. Yeah, man, and that's the way they were talking. We were yeah. like, and, and a few of the guys called in, and they were a little more sentimental <laughs> and wow. and wow. yes, we kid you not. We kid you not. They were the more. I don't know where the women are like literally saying drop trout. Yeah, uh, it wow. was very funny. That's amazing. Well, I feel like women have been so in touch with their own feelings to the point where it's kind of exhausting to just be that self aware all the time. So you're like, Come, just give me the D. Can we just <laughs> not do the formalities, please? <laughs> but it, but you're right. Until you hear the stories from people, I mean, you don't know. And, yeah. and I didn't know that. Well, none of us knew that until they, uh, that's when you think about happened. the human condition, you think about something that dark, and you're like, okay, yeah, I guess you know you want to express yourself sexually after something like so emotional. 
So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It, it, it is pretty wild because uh, to <laughs> to hear the women also uh, addressing, they understood the the guy's position, but um, as you just said, it's like they were in touch, they got it, and they they. It was. It's fun. They wanted the fun aspect of it. Are you in a relationship right now? I am married yes. or no? We're not married. We're we're dating. Uh, he's an Irishman from Dublin. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, we were just talking about. We were kind of joking one day, riffing on like if we were to get married, you know, what would our wedding be? And we're like, you can make your own rules. You don't have to do it's any right. of the stuff. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's why and you spend so much money on a wedding. I'm like, and I'm a comedian, so of course it's going to be a comedy show. Like, right, right. And so we were like, oh yeah, we could do. He's like, oh, I want to have the groomsmen wear the Dumb and Dumber tuxes, either blue or orange. <laughs> And then we're like, no kids, but dogs are allowed. Yeah. We want to have a dog bar. Like, how fun would that be? Just get tanked with your dog? Dude, yeah, just get yeah. kidding me? I yeah. come to, this is like the only wedding I want to go to. Right? That's you, exact, I want to curate the most fun party you've ever been to. That would be hilarious if, you know, because who was, who was it on, on, on uh, The View for the longest time? She was getting Star Jones. Star. And she got, if you, you would have the only wedding where Purina was a sponsor. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be really amazing. But you're right. Make your own rules. Marissa, our producer, right there on the other side of the glass just went she and her now husband eloped to vegas and they went to the punk rock hall of fame and they did it there they They just their way they just opened it nobody's ever gotten married there they called the place and said can we do it there and they're like absolutely so they made it up as they went along that's what it should that's what marriage should be right choosing your partner is like one of the biggest life decisions you'll ever make first of all because it's so i mean it's obviously not permanent but it's a big decision and then how to celebrate that i'm like that should just be your brand for lack of a better word like you should barf your the personality of you as a couple all over the place. <laughs> I like that. So we we did we did not want to start our married life together with a basically a mortgage from paying off the wedding. Yeah, and and we did it in the bed. No, listen, I'm going to a wedding tomorrow that's going to be wonderful because it's more it, this this going to be like games and stuff. It's it's different. Yeah, but essentially all are at their core the same. Right. Yeah, and and I, I think what happens is eventually you have your wedding so you can get paid back the gifts that you paid out. <laughs> yeah, who right? doesn't love open presents? I mean, <laughs> right. That's whew. part of the deal. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I was surprised. So an Irish guy, I, I would have assumed perhaps you'd go for a flannel-wearing uh, <laughs> Seattle guy with your... He's a flannel-wearing Dublin guy. There you go. <laughs> Singer, singer. Did he, oh, move, yeah. did he move to the states? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, lived in, he's lived in New York City for like twenty-two years, I think. Oh, wow. He lived wow, in okay. Italy for a while. Uh, he's gorgeous voice, Colin Smith. I'll shout him out <laughs> at Colin Smith Music. Sure. Where did you guys meet? Uh, we met at the the Comedy Cellar, is like the the number one club, probably the country, but in New York City certainly. And so uh, on Monday nights they have live music, and so I would go there to do like the comic hang, uh, and I met him there, and he, I was like, "Ooh, that guy's hot!" And then <laughs> we, were, we were in. Relationships, and then a mutual friend of ours is like, "Hey, can Colin have your number?" I'm like, "Hot Colin? Absolutely, <laughs> hot, Colin. hot Colin can have my number." Uh, yeah, we went on dates, and then I fell in love with him, and he was like, "I still want to hook up with people," and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, we could be friends." And I lied about yeah. being okay with that. Oh yeah, look how hot he is. Oh yeah, um, yeah. damn, so wow. handsome, so handsome. He's hotter uh, than Eddie Vedder. Yes. <laughs> you took a second. Yes, you I took did. a second. Because Eddie Vedder in the 90s uh, is, uh, you really, he's yeah. in a league of his own. He's uh, kind of but he's very at this hot. point. Wait, hold bit. on. I want to go back to the game that you played. So you <laughs> pretended like you didn't care. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, we could be friends. And then he was telling me about these girls he's dating. I'm like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> but my mentality, I'm a people pleaser. And I, like, I have this, like, thing. I don't have it as much anymore. But, like, a perfectionist. And I'm like, if I'm perfect, they'll love me. 
me. That kind of that's the yeah. underlying little jet pad underneath that one. And uh, <laughs> but I said I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try an experiment. I think we're good together and we're gonna end up together. So I'm just gonna lay back. You go date whoever you want, boo. And then you realize that I'm better. And yeah. then we'll come back. And that's what happened. I'm like, wow. oh damn. No, wow. that whole thing is and an, uh, a people pleaser. When you are one, because I have been throughout a lot of my life, yeah. my mother was very much so. Yeah. And so I got a lot of that from her. And, and that can uh, that can lead you down bad paths. And that can, it's an interesting thing dealing with that when you said that resonated. Because, it, yeah, you... It, there's just crossroads be... where you exa- you're like, wait, my priorities the whole time have been wrong. R- right, Dang. right, yeah. I gotta yeah. reexamine, and then you have a midlife crisis. And you're like, Shoot, <laughs> wait, well, who the hell is this chick all over his page? It's not you. Ah, uh, I know you're joshing. <laughs> no, seriously, oh, oh, you is that's it? A, that's a no, that's a musician. Oh, right, okay. There you go. Oh, oh, like, wait, you're either trying to start something. No, oh, I just yeah, want to yeah. make sure we're clear here. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, that's that's that's, a, that's okay. another musician that did it. Wait, Christina, how long did that experiment last? Because that's two. Two years. That's a dangerous experiment. I know. I played the long game. Two years. I don't usually play the long game. Yeah. Mm. I was like, nah, pretty sure. I'm either nuts or I'm psychic. Did you you, uh, venture out as well? I wish I could. I want to lie so bad and say yes, but no. Wow. I know. I'm like, come on, Christina, get out there. But I just Drive for two years? Yeah. Wow. The heart wants what the heart wants? I know. It's wild. It's wild, and if somebody like wrote into my podcast in that were that was in a similar situation that I was asking for advice, I'd be like, "Run for the hills!" Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't yeah. wait around. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but your in, your instincts were correct. Yeah, yeah. So who knew? Oh, well, there you go. It, I, I assume you also it, it, anyone in entertainment. I don't know. I always vacillate back and forth between my you know conviction on this that you sh- probably should have someone who understands the entertainment lifestyle if yes. you, if that's your lifestyle yes and then i'll see things that seem to contradict that but i think for the most part do you believe that's i do the case i do and i think um two artists like i have to date an artist i can't not i have to date someone weird um and <laughs> usually that comes in the form of an artist but i've never <laughs> dated a fun person before really He's very fun okay and uh two fun people is like a that's dangerous because there's no one in the couple that's like hey we should go to bed <laughs> there's none of neither of us are going to say that if one of us suggests something we'll yes and each other until we're in outer space I, I hear you. The best thing in the world is I say, I'll give this advice is that, my, you know, my wife and I sit on the couch and we'll watch horrible TV and make fun of it. That's great. Or like, you know, you, you go out and do the things that are the life things and yeah. you have fun yes. because you're going to be doing that way more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and one time I suggested him, I suggested this to him as if I just thought of it, but it was an idea of mine for like five years. <laughs> I was like, have you ever gone to a restaurant Ate in dinner. Yeah. You got the check. You pay for it. You walk out immediately to another restaurant. Sit down and eat a second dinner. And he goes, two dinners? Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. It was wild. I'm like, wait, we don't have to obey any rules. We could just do two dinners in a row. Why not? It's crazy. What, were the, what were the two dinners? <laughs> oh, first one was sushi. We uh-huh. wanted to keep it light. And then the second one was this uh, Mexican restaurant that we had, like, quesadillas. Well, okay, so you paced yourself properly. You didn't have two full turkey dinners. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, wow, two dinners back to back. Are we in the Matrix? <laughs> well, you, you need you need either a tour or a special or a podcast that is called No Rules because that yeah. seems to be your theme. Yeah, you know? got rules are made to be broken. Yeah, for sure. Love yeah. It. Wow. So right. with, with the uh, with the live album and everything, uh, with, uh, the material, obviously, you spend a lot of time honing it. 
Yes. Uh, and then is this the the farewell of this material? Yeah. Yeah. Which is lovely. I love the material that I'm doing. This album is so much fun. I love doing it, which is usually the indicator of like it's good. Um, and so I'm excited to retire it because then you just get a blank slate and you're like, okay, what do I want to talk about? And there are, with stand up, yeah. there's really are no rules. I mean, you have to be funny. That's yeah, really that's the only one rule. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> some of them aren't, and you know that's okay. But um, but yeah, um, I like I like figuring out new stuff. Life is insane and. People are wild. Yeah, and if you could, if I couldn't make fun of it, I don't know what I would do. Well, it's it's very exciting that you're yeah. here doing it. Yeah. Yep. So the shows, like I said, Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, seven thirty and ten. Tomorrow night, seven thirty and ten. Tomorrow night are the recorded. Yes, both shows, shows will be recorded. For uh, HeliumComedy.com to get tickets. Well, welcome home. Thank you. Have a great time while you're here. Thank you and so much. We will this see you again soon. Absolutely. Yay. Let's hear it for Christina, guys. When we take a break and come back, we will get to our concert cash keyword, the last one that we have. That's it, all right? So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Finally. How we doing, MM Barbecuers? MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and MMR's local shots artist, Vixen 77. Plus, the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Coors Light. Join the Preston and Steve show live from Keenan's in North Wildwood Friday, May 26th for the official opening of Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It is brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill down the shore. Well, you got to ask yourself this question. Why would anybody want to steal this thing? But for some reason, somebody had to have a go-kart with a toilet mounted on top of it. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Are you talking about the paper one? It was parked in front of a local plumbing business until Saturday when it was ripped off. J.D. Stallwork, owner of Stallworks Plumbing and Sewer, says he spent $2,000 building the potty cart to ride in a local parade and... Uses promotional item in front of his business. You know what? I I don't think I would have been. I would have left that out. You know, some prick would come along and take it. Stolwork said that uh, somebody took it over the weekend and he wants it back. He sees my. I'm gonna get that thing. That's gonna be mine. <laughs> I'll kill them all. Uh, security kill comes, all! shows a guy in camouflage coveralls dragging it away Saturday night around 11 p.m. First, he tried to drive it away. <laughs> But it didn't work, so eventually he just dragged it out of the parking lot. Uh, shattered porcelain was found across the street. And Stallwork thinks that the thief probably broke the toilet while loading the cart into his vehicle. Son of a bitch. Police said they've got a few tips from people who think they might know something about the Tonight at 7 o'clock tonight. It's hilarious. It looks great. Full yeah. sit up on the toilet. Oh, man. Well done. Yeah. All right, so while it's not unusual to add a little something to provide a little zest to a salad, one Newport man allegedly took it too far 
as methamphetamine is not your garden variety salad accompaniment. Uh, Patrolman Alex Reese responded Saturday to Newport Medical Center where Angela Haney... Would you like a little meth in your salad? ...stated that her boyfriend, Gomer Sanderson... (laughs) Gomer Sanderson. ...had purchased a salad from a local establishment... But something didn't seem right. I mean, who names their child? Gomer. You just hate you hate them. Uh, Haney said the salad tasted really salty, and she stated Sanderson told her that uh, he was sorry he had just put something in the salad, but would not tell her what. And that's when she said she went to the emergency room to get checked out. Newport Medical Center staff uh, said uh, they did do a drug test on Haney, And she tested positive for methamphetamine. Haney agreed to provide a written statement in her statement, which summarizes in uh, the report. Uh, She said that she was hanging out with Gomer and went to get a salad to take to his house. Where's Goober? She said, (laughs) I went to the bathroom and he was dividing the salad between us two and getting it on the plate. While eating, I noticed it tasted salty and bitter. Uh, I had eaten part of the food because... I did not think anything about it. Afterwards, he was laying down to take a nap, and he kept apologizing over and over for about 10 minutes. He said, I did it. I put it in your salad. And I asked him what he put in my salad, and he wouldn't tell me. Shazam! He he just kept saying, (laughs) I did it. And I asked if I needed to go to the ER, and he did not say yes or no. He just said, do I need to take you? And I told him that I needed to go to the bathroom. I was scared at that point, and... And he gra- and grabbed what I could and went out the door. I walked to the store, called a friend, picked me up because I was scared, and I went to the ER and tested positive for meth. And I do not do drugs. You guys know that the name Gomer actually comes from the Bible. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. It does. yeah. There are there are a few interesting uh, names, biblical names that we think of as goofy names. Yeah. One now. of Jesus's best friends was named Goober. <laughs> really? Cletus. Yeah. Cletus. Um, yeah. Well, the there fun. was Boss Ramsey's. All right. Uh, according to the report, uh, Gomer told Reese that he had done methamphetamine last night and admitted he put methamphetamine in the salad that they were eating. So. Never have anyone named <laughs> Gomer or Goober prepare your food. And by the way, Jethro is a biblical Jet, absolutely. name as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, May. I think yeah. most of those... Most of those rural comedies yeah. Yeah. took biblical sure. names and, and have turned them into morons. Yeah. <laughs> Jethro the uh, Peyton saying a possum fat. Maybe Eb. He was an idiot Eb, on, uh, on Green Acres. Acres. That was probably a biblical name, And you remember too. that Moses uh, led the Israelites out of, uh, led them out of bondage and took them to Petticoat Junction. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. And uh, with, <laughs> at the Battle of Jericho, Shemp was the guy <laughs> that actually the blew the, amazing. the horn. It's amazing. Uh, a Texas high school student sent six of his peers to the hospital this week after deploying an intensely putrid fart spray, fire officials announced. Liquid ass? No, I think it's worse than worse that. Worse than that? Uh, right. The student fessed up to the foul prank after fire officials and hazardous responded, uh, response teams spent three days investigating reports of a smell of gas at Caney Creek High School wow. north of Houston. The odor was initially detected on Wednesday, prompting a swift evacuation of all students. First responders scoured the building with gas detection equipment but were unable to locate any signs of leaks. We got to get some of that. Students returned to class the following day in spite of lingering odor. Uh, that day, six students were hospitalized. Wow. After suffering severe headaches from the smell, the school forced to shut down the classes for the remainder of the week despite fire officials confirming the safety of the air quality of the building. The trickster was finally confessed Friday to using the fart spray advertised as a gag toy that creates a smell like real poop and fake vomit. Uh, the teenager likely wasn't acting alone, school administrators uh, theorized, so they're trying to find out. 
I don't know if you've ever been around when like a real stink bomb has been set oh, off. Oh, yeah. But it's way worse because we used to use liquid ass. But I remember one time someone set us uh, set it off in school. Right. And they sent everybody home. Did it you was, get a headache oh, wow. during the is d- durian or Sir Stroman? No. Okay. No, I did not get a headache. But I mean, some it, like I remember that stink bomb at school. It was bad, man. Yeah, we had yeah. Um, somebody had gotten, uh, uh, I, I don't even know, like exploded one. In an assembly, and like we all had to stay, and they went through everybody's like book bags and purses to yeah. find out who that did was it. like the thing in mm-hmm. our school. Stink okay. bombs, but yeah, yeah, and then because they would evacuate school, they wouldn't send us home, but we'd all have to go outside. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Stink bombs. <laughs> uh, listen to this: a Swiss village has been ordered to evacuate amid warnings that a large mass of rock looming overhead could come tumbling down in the coming days. Oh, wow. This is scary stuff. Leaders in Briennes held a town hall event on Tuesday evening and told the residents they have to leave by 6 p.m. today. Everyone must leave Brienne! Uh, the head of the early warning service, <laughs> Stefan Schneider, <laughs> yeah, they cause it. Everyone leave! Uh, they said the measurements indicate a strong acceleration over a large area in recent days and up to 2 million cubic meters of rock material will collapse or slide in the coming 7 to 24 days. Whoa. There's a disaster movie called, um, and it's based on actual scientific probability. It has happened in the past. It's called, I think, The Wave. Okay. And it's, you know, they have these mountains and this sort of avalanche thing is, yeah. is a scenario that has happened. Experts warn such events uh, may be a result of climate change. European Alps saw a record year for glacier melt, with Switzerland particularly badly affected, losing 6% of its glacier volume between 2021 and 22. Uh, the village houses under 100 residents. Uh, geological survey suggests that the situation has become more precarious, so they, they're demanding that they get everybody out of there. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a sec, and we'll have our lesson question all prepped and ready to go for you. Trash and music news up as well. And don't forget, we do give away our Word of the Week prize this morning. So we'll be back in a moment. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, Today's lesson question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets. See, Chris Dealey is going to be playing uh, December 2nd, the Academy of Music Kimmel Center. Uh, and the question will go, we'll go back to the... 6 o'clock hour, or right around 7 a.m. Uh, if it pleases the court, what game is Preston allegedly no longer watching? <laughs> Those from earlier this morning. Right. 215-263-WMMR. If it pleases the court, which game am I no longer, allegedly no allegedly. longer watching? Yeah. Let's see if you heard it this morning. We mentioned it a few times. And if you know the answer, you will win if you get through, we're going to do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's dive into those stories. Steve, what's going on so far this morning? Well, Peloton has issued a massive recall on its exercise bikes because the seat posts uh, can break. Peloton says uh, that on the positive side, you can really feel the burn with that uh, seat wedged up your ass. Yes. Yeah. 
Catherine Heigl and John Travolta are set to star in a new rom-com called That's Amore. Uh, for your information, Amore is Italian for that bitch from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Adam Levine is going to be making an appearance on Blake Shelton's final episode of The Voice. Levine says he is thrilled to be able to expose America to the superstars they will immediately forget. Mm. <laughs> that's right. All right, we are searching for the answer to this question. If it pleases the court, which game am I allegedly no longer watching? And we will go to Colleen to see if we can get an answer. Hi there, Colleen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, uh, or no, uh, good Good uh, morning to see you. Yeah. Good morning to see you. Thank you. Good morning to see you. Yeah. Even though she didn't say good morning yet, I yeah. wanted to say it. All right, so, Colleen, uh, what game am I allegedly no longer watching? Lingo. Lingo is correct, yes. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Chris Delia. It's not till December 2nd, but it'll be at the Academy of Music, Kimmel Center. And you've seen him on Whitney, Comedy Central, Showtime, and Netflix and more. Uh, tickets are on sale now at etix.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Coors Light. Join the President Steve Show live from Keenan's in North Wildwood Friday, May 26th for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. And you can be there starting at 6 a.m. Brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill down the shore. And a new chat with uh, Music Radar Metallica from Ann James Hetfield. Explain how the band became more democratic during the sessions for its latest album, 72 Seasons. He spoke about how he and Lars integrated the musical ideas of Kirk Hammett and Robert Trillo. Uh, he said, I don't want to sit there with only Lars and create the songs anymore. I want everyone to be a part of it and be in it. Uh, can we all show up? Can we all be in the studio together? Can we jam on these things together? Can you speak up and say what you think might be great or not so great? Really wanted to open it up. And uh, there were challenges in that, he said. But I think we got through most of them, you know. Uh, when pressed as to how Lars took to allowing their bandmates a more equal say in musical matters, Hetfield said, well, I think we all have a fear of change. And I think Lars eventually understood why and where I was trying to go with it. And eventually, if there wasn't input from others, just having that white space for input was great. Uh, he went on to say about the band's changing creative direction. He said uh, it felt it really fe it felt really free uh, to kind of just sit back and let the process happen more. And yeah, it did take longer, and we might have gone through 10 ideas that didn't work to get to one that did, but if you're not out there mining for gold, you're not going to find any. So there were nuggets that came up uh, and out of it that were just amazing. Nuggets? Yeah, so they oh. worked a little bit more together. <laughs> Are you into nuggets? I'm, I'm into, into nuggets, y'all. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> The Pretenders will release their next album, Title Relentless, in September. It'll be on the 21st. The band has already <laughs> dropped the album's first single called Let the Sun Come In and will kick off its European tour tonight in Brighton, England. Uh, 2020 saw the release of their most recent album, uh, the critically acclaimed Hate for Sale. I wanted to mention this. Dog Star has oh, reunited. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I saw them once. Yep. Uh, guitarist, vocalist, Brett Domrose, drummer, Rob Mailhouse, and a bassist named Keanu Reeves have announced that they will uh, reunite on the stage at the Bottle Rock Napa Valley 
Festival, Saturday, May 27th. That's pretty wild. Uh, they will perform music from their forthcoming album, and this is the band's first performance in decades. You know, it was funny. When the band first made its appearance... Everyone sort of thought the Keanu had shaved his head and his eyebrows yeah. for the band. He had shaved it for the Matrix. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. I saw them at the Bottle and Cork. Wow. In 1998 in Dewey, Delaware. And uh, I have a story, but I don't. It's kind of already. I don't know if I can share <laughs> oh, it. Is it? Well, there was a girl like that Kathy I was with Jelly. at the time. <laughs> All right, Kathy, here, repeat after me. Right. And, and if I got this girl up uh, near. Uh, Keanu Reeves, she would give me a, a blowy. Okay. Oh, wow. And so I did. All right, I'm going to offer this to you, sweetie. I'm a big fan of speed. You get me close to that hot, I'm going to ham, and I'm going to go where the All sun right. don't shine so, and give so, you a cat bath on your pee-pee. So, so it was a deal you guys yeah, made? Yeah, were you? We were, we were uh, friends with benefits. That's it. And it worked out for everyone. Oh, you, Every, got, you, you did, did one. It was a terrific week. Then wow. In, in Dewey Beach. <laughs> just want to say, whoa, this guy's getting a blowing. <laughs> yeah. Did it happen later that evening? It did. Yeah. Oh, nice. In the parking lot? Uh, no, back at the, we, we rented a house for a week. It was a Memorial Day week. It was like the, one of the best weeks I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah, Thanks for Dog Star. Now, I have more questions. <laughs> in no small part. Was it, did you just get that, or did it lead to other things? Uh, well, um, I was more into her than she was into me. Right. She so, was like, all right, follow me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy pretty much nailed it. And uh, so uh, that week was the end of our romance, Preston. It did not oh. advance past that. Okay. Summer. No, but what I was... You, oh, did we have sex? No, yeah. Oh, no, we didn't have sex. And it was just the two of you there in a house for a week? Oh, no. No, it was a whole, there was were there. other people. A whole okay. bunch of college friends. Oh, okay. I just met you guys. Uh, right. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of college friends. We rented a house in Dewey for the week. Uh, we made the best drink I've ever had in my life called a Dewey Dave. I'll make it for you guys sometime. <laughs> Dewey anyway. Dave. <laughs> that's you out in the parking lot. Yeah. Wow, that's actually that's actually a good connection to that us. A, to a, probably what is a mediocre band at best, right? It was fun. I were mean, they good? Yeah. He did not. Or could you hear? <laughs> he did not really uh, acknowledge the audience at all. He oh, kind of okay. stood up on stage and uh, turned around and and had his back to the audience most of the time. So my end of the bargain to get um, this nice young lady up close to him really wasn't that difficult. Yeah, and he barely acknowledged her. Yeah, and he seems like you know he just wants to be in a band. He didn't yes. want to be Keanu Reeves in a band. Right. That's correct. Know, so. Yeah, it wasn't Keanu Reeves and the and the Dog Star Five or anything. You know, it was just Dog Star. Okay. And then the last bit of uh, music information is within the Presidency family. Uh, Kyle Max band, FM band, uh, playing tonight at Cooper's Riverview in Trenton. So I nice. wanted to give them a little plug, Rooney. So if you great wanna, band, if you haven't seen uh, Kyle uh, perform live yet, you need to go check them out. Okay, so I just want to give you a heads up on that. No No sad broness. We will take a break and come back and wrap it up and give away our word of the week prize. Stay put. 933 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach. 
celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We are wrapping up our program for the day, for the week. Yes. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I've had a lot of fun this week. It's been a lot of fun. We had a lot of great guests and uh, a lot of good chit-chat and a lot of great things to give away. So I've enjoyed thoroughly what we have done here together. Very, very nice. Uh, and I'd like to thank our guest uh, from today, Jim Jackson. Hey, 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 JJ hey. checked in with us because there were some updates in the front office. And uh, Jonesy, Keith Jones, is now... The president and Danny Briere is now the GM of the team. They've made it official. So uh, we chatted with uh, with JJ a little bit about that. So that was nice to check in with him. And then Christina Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, she was great. And she will be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow. Two shows each night. In fact, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, she is recording her album. Yeah. Uh, so it's a uh, material that's been sharpened through the tour, and she's ready to put it down permanently. It's so cool. You can be there for a part of it. And she's from Doylestown, which is great. So she's back home. Um, Pierre Robert has made it in. How do how do you do? And day good day you are. Ah, yes. It is. <laughs> and good morning. I can't remember it. I got you, bro. What is, is it? Good morning to see you. 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 Yeah. It is so beautiful out. Um, yeah. I can see all I can see all the way into the city. I can read the Constitution from my window. That's amazing. It's, it's incredible. The wildest thing. That's I, great, Sergeant Riley. Thank you. Yes. Um I, I so I'm it's a beautiful day. Yeah. I love that shirt. This is a Hooters shirt. I love it. Um from the last tour. Uh and it says I'm alive, which is one of their songs. Um and um of course we've got a big Hooters weekend. Yeah. Big Hooters. Big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Wait, let me tell you a quick oh, story. Walk into that one. I, I, I really did. I think I can say Flew this. Into it. Yesterday I was leaving the hair salon and I was making another appointment and I get my hair colored and I get it blown out. And the receptionist was telling me, we can color your hair, but I don't have anyone to blow you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, whole, the place started, and she just looked at the computer and she's like, I'm not turning around. I didn't mean it like that. Uh. <laughs> That's wonderful. That is brilliant. I love it. All right, Pierre, give us that letter, man. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. You, you were saying? Uh. <laughs> All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter R as in... Ribs. 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 Your favorite. Absolutely. Yeah, wow. Yeah. The, the rib king. It's uh, rib weekend at the Romero House. Third, third caller. Third caller. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know the uh, the word of the week. Third caller. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> It's rib weekend at the at the really? Robert. Yeah. I ate them raw. Yeah. A lot of pork. <laughs> Lots of blood. Uh, blood sausage. Yeah. I'm a Brit. 
Okay. I'm a Brit. I'm a Brit. <laughs> well, Can't they you don't tell. They have blood pudding or something. They do eat blood pudding. Yes. Ghastly, hideous thing over there that they eat of some poor dead animal. Um, anyway, on the show today. On the um, what? What's going on, Gomer? <laughs> Gomer, <laughs> another one. I love the Gomer. Mm. The Gomer story. Mm. He laced his girlfriend with with meth. Meth on her salad. On her salad. Yeah. Mm. Dear God in heaven. And his name was Gomer. Doesn't and seem very name. Gomerish. I know. Where was Andy when you needed him? All right. On the program today, we'll have Concert Cash, last day for it, noon, uh, 3 p.m. with me and Brent, and then 5 p.m. with Brent alone. That'll be the last time. Another pair of Bruce Springsteen tickets today for the first of the two shows on the 16th of August, and cool workforce blocks of The Killers and Eric Clapton and the Hooters. Oh, excellent. All right, well, we're going to go to the phone lines and see if we can get a winner for this. It's Jim who's on the line. Hey, Jim. Hi, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Jim, do you know the word of the week, please? It's um, hoot arm. Hoot with an R on the end. Yeah. Are you zombies? Yeah. 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 Hooter. Yeah. Hooter. Exactly. It's Hooter. a shortened version of Hooter. Hooter. And uh, Jim, Hooter. you got that right. And that means we are going to get you the full four pack of VIP tickets to the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer oh. Festival. It's this Saturday at Tomorrow. the Shuffle Plaza. And VIP tickets do include an hour prefest indoors at Ardmore Music Hall, hosted by me, Robert Cookie. And there'll be ticket giveaways for the Hooters, sold out shows this weekend. So you're all good to go, my man. Congratulations. All right, thank you. Nice. He gets to go see the Hoot R's. The Hoot R. Well, I was trying to come up with Hoot and R and Hooter. (laughs) He did. Uh, He didn't quite get the connection, but um, Hooter, is he got it. He got it. uh, (laughs) I will be at the uh, Beer Fest tomorrow um, in the... It's a parking lot across from the Yardmore Music Hall, but they're calling it the Shuffle Plaza or whatever. Shuffle, I think. Shuffle. Shuffle, that's it, yeah. It's a parking lot, yeah. essentially. Um, but they're trying to glamorize it and call it the Shuffle Plaza. I love Shuffle. it. No, it's lovely. Yeah. It's got some of the most beautiful uh, parking spots I've ever seen. <laughs> it's right next to the pizza joint and the antique store. But it's actually a fun little place across from Ardmore, and that's where we'll have the beer fest. I think you can test, text beer fest to 39333, and yes. we'll send you info on it. That's nice. Correct. What time are you there? Uh, noon to two tomorrow. Okay, excellent. Yeah. First hour inside, second hour outside. Wonderful. All right, uh, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Sequoia Outback. Uh, shop the Memorial Day sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or decksupplies.com. Also brought to you by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. And Trinity Rehab, locations all over and now open in King of Prussia, Trinity Dash rehab.com. So next week on this program, Bert Kreischer yeah. will join us. Keith Jones, we just talked about him. He's the president of your Flyers now. Uh, Mike Michael Carbonaro will be on the program. We also will have uh, Rob Hyman and uh, David Wasikinen of the Hooters. Cool. And comedian Joe Dombrowski, just to name a few of the guests we will have nice. next week. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map. What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. 
Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.